now the internet's not working on my laptop. God damn. Holy shit. Holy shit. What's going on? Hey, your internet, his internet's working, so. Yeah, bike, what, did you steal my internet? Yes, I did. But I, K Dash just said we're back on, so. It's yeah, official. I know. It's official as a whistle now. All right, so good. Official as a whistle. Good like one, that. Doug. You like that? I do. Uh, I do. All right, so uh, we were talking about the week. Yeah. How was your week? I just turned airplane mode off, which, which reminded me about my week. Why, you were in airplane? Oh, yeah, you were flying I all around. Flew, well, not all around. I flew, all around. I flew to New Jersey for Passover. Did you get another warrant to get rid of? Or? No, no, that was, that was last time. That was last trip. I didn't See, know there was another one. I mean, no, no, I was celebrating my freedom this oh. time, not getting my freedom. Yeah. And you had Easter. No, I don't do I don't do regular Easter. Oh, that's right. You have Greek, Greek Easter. Eaker. Yeah. Greek is that Easter. when is that? Greek Eaker. Greek Eaker. I like that. Uh, when when is That's Sunday. This Sunday coming up. That's a party. That's the week. This week. Sunday. Yes, this Sunday. So what do you Sunday? So what do you have <laughs> to do crazy. for it? Nuts. But they usually kill lamb. That's like a big thing. Slaughter a lamb? Yeah. Did you object to that as a child? Yes. Were you raised in the Greek church? In the church, no, actually, no. I was, I was actually raised in a house. The homeless <laughs> did, you, did you did you go to? Greek I went to church Greek as church. a kid. Yeah, yes, Ace is real into it. Uh, no, but my grandmother was. Grandma, I had to yeah. live. I lived with my grandmother for a while, so I was like, yeah, I hated it. Sunday ah, school, I had to do the whole thing. I was like, oh my god. Do you have a different Greek Jesus? A Greek Jesus? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, he's got a huge beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, but your guys have big beards, right? They have the, yes. the funny hat and the big beard and the yeah. black. Yeah. Your guys, what is that? Funny? They're priests. What does that mean? My, guys. They're priests. Our guys, our priest guys. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, and, and like and they, they swing the they, they swing, swing the, the thing this, of burning weed. It yeah. smells like sage. It can't smell it like sage. It smells like sage. Like I'm the herb you, sage. It does. It does. It's it's sage. sage into the Catholics. Yeah, they do it that does. with the in the Catholic Church too. Yeah, but it, but the Greek one smells like even Greek ones even a little bit. You're saying it smells like the strained sage. It does. It's do they ever have one that smells like MK? No, not yet. I'm getting Adam a, a little spinner with a dial, and it just says Sage or MK, and he can point to one or the other because it's the only thing. As a matter of fact, the only two awards at, at ADSI are the Sage Cup and the MK Cup. Those are the only two cups you can win. Closest, the ones that tasted closest to. A genetics wheel. Just put all as many strains as we can think of around the outside, and you spin the wheel. And then what? That's how you develop the parents, and it's just Sage or MK. There you go. Well, there you go. No, but... Yeah, it was pretty. I mean, I think it smells like sand. It's got that sandalwood edge, you know what I mean? And well, the funny hazy. part was is that when I when I was in Amsterdam, these kids would uh, come to me and it's like, like, oh yeah, we grow growing the sage, and we call it the church. This is like before Arian did his church thing. Before everyone did the church, because the church is also my piff is known as church weed. Yeah, and I think a lot of hazes are known as that because I'm sure people. It's not like I'm the first guy to go, hey, this smells like the fucking thing I grew up smelling as a kid. You know what I mean? So, right. And I, and then these kids said the exact same thing, and I was like. So what nationality are they? Oh, we're Greek, and I'm like, well, there you go. That answers it right there. They were raised in a Greek church, too. raised in a Greek church. Not even wow, yet. raised in the church, and they uh, identified with. Do it. we have a birthday in the chat room, bicycle? Uh, I'm not in the chat room, but I'm in Facebook, and he's saying, "Give me a birthday shout out." So oh, really? So yeah. wow, I saw oh, Chris, oh, Mr. K-Dash, K-Dash. I didn't even see that. That was psychic. Shouts, birthday shouts to Chris I was K-Dash for an opening. So you picked up. I know. Beans. I just, I can, I can sense it. That's that's how it goes around here. Uh, hey, K-Dash, finish that job for me. Ooh, I won't bust your ooh, balls on your birthday. Burn. 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 On the air and all. Kid, what up? Kid, you're quiet. What up? How many Yerba Mondas? He had none I today. Know. I know. Do you notice the difference? I, I want to do like a montage we should do the, of like zero yeah, and then like 30, uh, one you know, one Yerba, then two Yerba, and then two plus Yerbas. Uh, two plus Yerbas is like nuts. He starts getting... He usually leaves. Today. He usually leaves. He doesn't even finish the show. Two plus Yerbas. He's sitting in his seat. I'm out seat. of here. I can't. I can't. I can't do this. I got to go walk around. I got to no, do something. No Smoke cigarettes. No Yerbas today. Yerba free. Yerba free. So how was Jersey then? 
Jersey was good. It was. Uh, How the rules over there? Pretty bad. Well, the, the New, York New York rules, rules are a mess. Rule. That's what made me think of today's episode. So the New York rules. Tell me how bad they are. Okay. They're pretty much the same rules that they announced in November when they passed it, right? Make it even worse, it sounds like. The seven-year uh, sunset provisions? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about no flowers. We yeah, need yeah. And, and if you do get caught with flowers, it's even worse. Worse, right. Yeah. No, but here's here's the deal. Can like, you so, dapper right there, Mitch? Yeah. So you can only have concentrates, but only For eating CO2. Yeah, or alcohol. Or alcohol. And? And then you either have to vaporize it or eat it. And you, no strains. You Are there strands? There's strands, though. No, no strands. <laughs> no, no strands. strands. Lots of strands. So you, like, get, you get to each business can develop, define five brands, quote, unquote, of product. And each brand, quote, unquote, is a specific ratio of THC and CBD. Sounds really constricting. One has to be a one-to-one. One has to be low THC. You can pick the other ones. But then each brand, like, so let's, and, and the brands can't have uh, street names or no anything names. like that. Just like uh, Connecticut. So, but you're not even selling flowers. So you have to, here's, I've been thinking about it all morning, and it's weird. Barely selling them in Connecticut. So you, we have this thing that we're going to call Brand X, okay? Brand X is... 75% CBD, 25% THC. So that's whether it's a spray or a capsule or a something you vape, which I don't even understand how you're going to sell like vape pen stuff for CO2 oil or alcohol, a Quiso or Quet. But so then all of those that have the same ratio are brand x and there's a million so anything people per that's, shop that's the best part <laughs> i love that one yeah right, it, well right. so and that's the other thing it's a million people per shop is how it breaks down yeah but the you have if you get your license you have six months to be running when the day you are running you have to have a year's supply of medicine for every patient that doesn't make any sense to me either that's like are you so kidding? in six so months you need to grow the herb <laughs> yeah Process the herb. Obviously, go to the orange juice formula that we talk about, where you're oh, like yeah. separating stuff and remixing it. Because if you're plus more than five percent over or under in any of your ratios, they take the batch. It's it's insanity. Really. Why even do it at that? Why even do it exactly? It's like it's like let's make it even more complicated than it ever needs to be. Especially with the ratios, because I mean, we've only just figured this whole thing out ourselves as growers in the last couple of years. Nobody was using ratios five years ago. There was nobody running around going, I got a one to one, I got a 72 to one. But it's not even going to be the flower ratio. It's going to be the final ratio in that extract. So you're going to, oh, I know. It's, it's like, going to go orange juice status. It's the next level stuff. It's like taking all of your stuff and then risking losing a crop or risk losing a you know batch every time just because of you did really good this time and your shit shined through and. Got five percent more quality. You know, your quality went up higher, so and all of a sudden you're. Your so then you need to like dumb it down a little bit, throw it all back into the mix, take your best product and make it a little bit lamer. You know, what I mean, it's just it absolutely sucks, basically. If you ask me. Yeah, and and like terps. There's no terps in this process. Are you kidding me? You can add. It's so f- weird. I, the, I read this law, and I was like, "Is this what I think it is?" So I reread the law, and I. At the end, I was. This is what I described to you. This weird, evil factory of oil pills is. Uh, 
is what I envision. I'm like, I got to talk to a lawyer because I, it's almost too crazy for me to wrap my head around this. Well, and again, the number has become astronomical because of the the lack of foresight of having 15 or five five facilities with well, multiple now, locations. It's, it's five, be, yeah, multiple have, locations. But still, it doesn't even matter if they had... I mean, if you have a million people at your disposal <laughs> and you're like, okay, even if only 1% of those people... Well, they have no approved patients shop, yet. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying even if one like half of 1%, you're already like... You're just lined up. Well, so here, kind of like each patient, and then you need to has go a year s- supply for every patient. So well, not for every they... patient on the registry, but every okay. patient has to pick a caregiver basically. So yep. then you, when they're your patient, like we have the six plans, you have mm-hmm. to have a year supply mm-hmm. of medicine. So what it ends up well, being just to say how much medicine yeah. each person needs, like how how much is a year supply? And that's the other thing. I don't is, want a year supply. Anymore. Well, they get to uh, they get to meet with a a physician who has taken a four hour course on marijuana with an H. Four whole hours. Yeah, in a row? Four whole hours. It's How like they... listening to one and a third episodes of the Adam Dunn show. And then you know everything about cannabis, pretty I'm pretty much, sure. Pretty much. Yeah. Then then you're good, I'd say. That's crazy. And you have to watch that YouTube video. The one that got all those views. Then. then yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that'll teach you a lot. That one. I haven't seen it, but I hear things. I hear things. <laughs> so, um... Bad rules. That's bad, bad rule. rules. And I, I mean, the crazy part too is that it's like the perfect time for them to actually not adopt a stupid rule because they don't have any rules yet. So it's like, why would you start on such a shitty fucking platform? You're like, okay, now we're gonna do. We're gonna chisel our way off out of this thing. It's what's gonna happen. This is a great starting place. <laughs> exactly. Like we buried ourselves super deep. Now we need to figure out how to get up to ground level. You know. And it's like, oh, you guys could have started up there, and then dug down after it would have been much better you know i was like oh no let's dig ourselves in everyone's afraid to go take the colorado route but, the, but nothing's ha- nothing really negative is happening here that's the problem it's like they, the only thing that uh a couple more homeless people moved here because it was easier to get weed for free yeah. that's about it. a couple homeless people moved here and then violent York, crime went down and violent crime went down exactly homeless people though as you know well they're all yeah they probably all moved out here or they sent them out here actually. i'm i think they killed them all i think Giuliani <laughs> killed them all yeah there was a, it was sort of the same thing happened i told you in amsterdam after he came there and gave a little speech on how to clean up amsterdam just like he did in new york and similar things happen where you're like so where the fuck are all the homeless people right now? You know, and it's like oh, really? Just, he just do you think he eats homeless people? It could feed be. Me. <laughs> feed me. I, I don't know. There's definitely some <laughs> weird. I mean, they always put a, like I kind of got the I, I kind of got the the inside scoop with this one guy because I would I give him my jacket and he would always like you know update me because he'd disappear for a couple of weeks. I'd be like, where the hell? And he'd come back and he'd look all clean shaven and a little bit. A little bit healthier, not that. And you'd be like, yeah, you know, they take us away and they make us, get, they clean us up and then they make us work and then they let us back in. And it's like, but slowly you just notice that some of them just never came back, you know? So, well, that's me yeah. in New York. They so find green shit. They find every reason to even just pull over or like stop somebody that's just walking on the side of the road because they suspect he has this or that. So they do a lot of that with, with the homeless population. And then they do what you said sometimes. They'll bring them to homeless shelters, get them cleaned up, and then they'll eventually end up back out on the streets. Or they'll bring somebody in at, on that initial arrest of, you know, whatever they're citing them with and then find that they have a record or find that they have something here or there. And then toss them in jail, and then yeah, you just don't see them anymore. Yeah, we had this homeless guy Damn in Portland, Oregon, people. who told us. Admittedly, this man was on. I'll never know what <laughs> drugs he was on, but his name was Bobby, and Bobby told us that you have to watch out for the Terminators, because you'll know they're following you, and once they follow you, they take you away, and then if you come back, 
you're never the same. So I don't know if they're the Terminators. I think he called them the Terminators. She called no, them I something. I think he weird. was referring to actual Terminators. He seemed really high. <laughs> that seems like a really odd thing to say. Nah. Well, how do you feel about the new Terminator reboot? How are they going to explain how Arnold Schwarzenegger has aged? Uh, <laughs> Seriously, he's a Terminator. Yeah. How, how did he age? He's a fucking machine. Maybe they'll just it's, use it's, makeup uh, to gonna, uh, see it. minimize I'm that. See I'm it. sure they'll just do a bunch of fucking CG shit after and make him look Well, no, no. Him. He looks old. The, the the preview is like it's coming out he soon. Looks old. He looks old. He's got gray hair. He, he looks like old. he could be forty. He's so yeah, old. Like and he does this, he does the stupid Obby <laughs> backline again. But yeah, he's old. Like old, you can tell really he's, old. he's older than the, the original. I, I actually can't wait for Mad Max to come out. That's what I'm that's, excited for that. Tom Hardy's gonna be. Gonna kill you love Mad Max, right? Oh, I did totally. Yeah. You want to do some kind of cannabis Mad Max thing? Of Everybody course. Everybody tries to yeah. say that's what they're Lord trying to do humongous. in Incredible for next year too for the cup. How the fuck? Wait, 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 wait to talk about on the air what? That's never going to happen because that idea will never pass. Because how the hell are you going to incorporate Mad Max into a cannabis thing? Easy. Yeah, like it. way easy. I got it done. Down in Pueblo. We do need to arrange another evening where we do. The Rocky Horror Picture Show style of Cheech and Chong, though, now that we have so many more places we can do it at. Well, we maybe, can we do do it Tom, maybe we can do it with Tommy. That would be even better. That'd that be would be amazing. Amazing. So that's what you need. That's what you need. That's, what you, that's how to that's, make it that's happen. That's the secret right there. Yes, sir. So I'm working on pulling together some materials for us here, gentlemen. Oh, good. Oh, good. At least somebody's doing it. Materials. Material yeah. like what about the news, 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 news? Those are the materials. I'm oh, those are the materials. Oh, okay, <laughs> I thought you meant like materials. Like I heard actual Bike show. do it last week after I left. It was good. <laughs> For a second, I thought. Yeah, everything kind of fizzled after you left last time too. Oh, if cool, you noticed, I got yeah, it. If you notice that, I got like, it. When, when you leave We're the show as a producer, kind of hard for us to. Yeah, it is. The producer is supposed to stay for the duration See, of the show. Kind often, of you know what? Often you know before what? and after for some time. Yeah, that's actually part of the deal. Usually, notice how my title changes. According to their argument, one mm. point in time, I'm the engineer. Well, the engineer's usually there. I'm not there supposed to say anything. Nobody's oh, supposed to know. And then, and oh. then the next time when it's when the producer's supposed to say, "I'm no longer the engineer. I'm I'm the producer." The engineer the also is supposed to be there for the whole show. It's, it's, and and the producers aren't supposed to really talk either. So yeah. it doesn't you are you're, you're mute. I'm pretty much <laughs> on all ends. You are actually have no that's, nothing. Push the button, nothing. make the sound. Oh, make it push work. the button, make, make the sound. Work. Engineer yeah, producer. It's coming. It's got a. It's got a load. U.S. legalization of marijuana has hit Mexican cartels cross-border trade. We knew that was coming. Of course. That already happened a while ago. Time magazine. The cartels are still smuggling harder drugs, but advocates point out the success of legalization in cutting illegal trade. Wait, wait. So so the the legalization has cut back on illegal trade is what they're saying. Yeah, well, it's it's exactly what I just said. I just read it. Knocked it out of the water. There's, there's the cartel is shipping Colorado weed to Mexico now. Yeah, that's the funniest thing. I love yeah. that story. Right, right, right. Was, oh, so, but we just became so an it, export economy. Right, so it cut back the import economy, but they didn't even mention, I mean, it has to be twofold what it was export, right? I mean, people come up here and I, I feel like the cartels still even have have to have hands in businesses here. And they Agents right on the 2,000-mile U.S. border have wrestled with these smuggling techniques for decades, seemingly unable to stop the northward flow of drug and southward flow of dollars and guns. Of drug. One just it says drug. drug. But the amount of one drug, marijuana, <laughs> seems to have finally fallen. U.S. Border Patrol has been seizing steadily smaller quantities of the drug from 2.5 million pounds in 2011 to 1.9 million pounds in 2014. Mexico's army has noted an even steeper decline, confiscating 664 tons of cannabis in 2014, a drop of 32% compared to a year before. Two, I'm sorry, two, well, two point, great, 2.5 million pounds? 
But of course, now there's yeah. tons more meth. In a year, <laughs> like, a shit dude. Do you have any idea how much weed we're growing here? In not Colorado? us, not us, but our state. Uh, no, but I heard there was currently, and this will tie into our topic of the day. This is above the board here. You're talking above the board, yeah. approaching in excess of two or two hundred thousand pounds. That's so, that's, so, so that's a hundred tons. Of course, excess. Legal weed. So, so legal on the market right now, two hundred thousand pounds. And that's per cycle, okay. obviously. That's that's right. That's current. Five million pounds in a year. Two point five million pounds. Yeah, that's insane. We're that's only we're only getting, dude. What do they do with that? Are you talking dude? about? Are you talking about it. like in that's a year, a like starting in January, and we're up to April, and we're at he's, the two point five million pounds he's talking about is what. The cartels have seized, so that's no, not their the, total export. No, no, what the yeah, what the government has seized. I'm talking right. about what they're growing here, though. What they're growing here, is I'm telling like you growing... right now, there's two hundred thousand pounds of rec weed on the on the wholesale rec market. Rec, yeah, on just the market. rec excess. But that means that right behind it is another two hundred thousand in med, yeah. right? Plus, well, I mean, on plus the, on the vine, right? <laughs> like right. sitting on the vine, ready to go. Plus. Everything that's black market, which so, I think so is at least as um, you think it is. What bike? What do you think? Is the black market here at produce as much as the regulated market at this point? Absolutely not. No, because uh, absolutely. Not. I think every big. I think big, no, but no. I'm asking bike. Now no, but I think it probably just caught up recently. I think it just within this year sort of switched. But, but still, think, so think, a, think about what we're talking about here. The amount of weed you just said, um, that's being grown illegally also. Close to that, at least. Right. Yeah, we're yeah. thinking of almost equal at this point, but quickly uh, surpassing. Just because oh, when you see these the big gr- facilities, your greenhouse like, is coming that's, up. You know, right, where with all the big facilities. Five years but worth of growth in one, one cycle. But that's only going to add to the still total amount of weed being grown in Colorado. I know black market greenhouses. Right, <laughs> that's my point. That's my other point. So, uh, news, news, news? Marijuana harvested for medical use in Chile. Chile? Opposite season. Chile. Chilean weed? A Chilean municipality harvested legal medical marijuana Tuesday as part of a government-approved pilot program aimed at helping ease cancer pain in cancer patients. They'll never tell you what strain. They don't know. Is it Santiago or is it? I am reading it. I love Santiago's. The harvest (laughs) comes after Chile's first planting of pot for medical uses in October. (laughs) It is the work of a municipality in the capital of Santiago. And the Dia Foundation, a nonprofit group that sponsors pain relieving therapies, we're laying the foundations for what will be the national production of medical cannabis. Dia's president, Anna Marie Gosmarie, said after cutting branches from cannabis plants, oil extracted from about half of some of 850 plants imported from the Netherlands will be given to 200 patients in the coming months. You know those people? You have the, you said Santiago. Well, it's it's the, Netherlands. the Netherlands. You have to know them, right? Yeah, it's in the Atom Network. Mm. You have to know. Could them be there. Luke. Could be Luke. I heard he's <coughs> Lucas. I heard Lucas doing some exporting. I get in trouble for saying people's names on the show, so I'm not uh, going to say anyone's just making name. Up even, names. even if I'm just repeating the name you said, I just won't say it anymore. Yeah, but you can't say it. Don't say the things I say. Right. <laughs> Never say what I say. Never say what I say. Disagree with me always. Come on now. News, news, news. News, news, news. Hey! News, 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 This one's from the Weed Blog, so I don't know if that's like a real news source. The other two are legitimate I like the Weed Blog. Okay, but I don't know if they always come true. Johnny Green is the journalist on this one. Oh, sounds like a fake name. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Weed Blog, Johnny Green, I'm a, you know, whatever. They're more of like a repeat 
Station. They collect uh, news stories and just... I couldn't find the link on this one. I, oh. Usually they do. Send, send it to me. I'll send a little research. Okay. Oregon dispensaries may be able to start selling recreational marijuana in July. Oregon voters approved recreational marijuana legalization during the 2014 election by a larger margin than any other state that has legalized marijuana thus far. Oregon was also the first state to decriminalize marijuana possession and the second state to legalize medical marijuana. The state of Oregon has been going through the process of determining what rules will govern Oregon's eventual recreational marijuana industry. The process has involved a lot of controversy, which I expect to see. This is like a blog post or something. Well, well didn't you, didn't, what was the name of the website? The Weed Blog. The weed blog. Okay, so. Well, Bike yeah. said, Bike said that it's in a blog post. News, <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. News, news, news. News, news, news. news. I have to read blog and didn't expect to get a blog. No, no. <laughs> it's not the Yerbermonte. This is we like can, a blog post. We can read that out. Yeah, it's Weed Blog. Oh. Go fucking figure. Jesus Christ, you're only counting me for the news. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. The freaking and I don't know if we can. It's the, the, the internet's not working. It doesn't uh, really play the shit, man. Oh, man. Say the sound, then. Just Make the it, sound do out do of it. your mouth. I don't do like it. doing the sound anymore. Do it. Do it. I'm not doing yeah. it. Just, we may- just read the news, man. I'm uncomfortable man. with that. Oh, my God. News, 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 news. Marijuana legalization in Pennsylvania 2015 lawmakers eye recreational pot, but debate hampers progress. This is from the International Business Times. Probably not a blog post this time. Hopefully not a blog post. Uh, that was it. That was your big news. That was Pennsylvania terrible. lawmakers are considering a bill that would put recreational marijuana on the books by legalizing consumption for adults 21 and over. But support for such legislation is uncertain. Law enforcement and some policymakers have expressed concerns over making marijuana more widely available. Let's go, PA. No, you don't get to talk now because you didn't play news. No, I do because I made the stupid fucking sound myself. And I'm from Pennsylvania and I'm saying I have a lot to talk. Demand, a lot of demanding going on here. I got the fucking bell. The Liberty Bell. Okay? You, can re- you can definitely ring the Liberty Bell yeah, for it's, this it's one. It's appropriate yeah. for this. Without proper regulation or without... Or even with the proper regulation, you're still going to have the black market effect. Sheriff Clinton Walters of Bradford County told the Daily Review. Where's Bradford County, buddy? Bradford County is up towards Harrisburg. So, like, where? Out by, by Lancaster, York. So all the, is that where all the... the uh, if I'm not mistaken. The Amish? Is the Amish, that Amish, Amish Yes. Yeah. Yes. But they grow weed anyway. They just don't want to... They're just trying to protect well, their that's crops. What I'm saying. That's Let like, me tell you, you don't want it. I bet, I bet they have, like, awesome organic soil. There's of course so they much, do. There's so much weed that's grown out there. And I've gotten some stuff right before... Like my last couple years of college, and I think when people you know really they don't use a twister either, right? So that's yeah, good. exactly. They can't use a twister. <laughs> hey, can they even use trim scissors? Uh, I think they can use scissors. Like, tools are okay. It's not yeah, a, it's just electric. nothing electric. No so what about? So no I guess outdoor only. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't think there'll be any lights. That'd be pretty funny. You get blowing up lights, blow up the barn, and it's all leaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be sick. You get some solid herb up there, though. For real, there's some good good growers out in that way. So there's there's a lot of pot growing anyway. So you might as well the black market effect. The black market effect is a hundred and ten percent full thriving right now. So why not? It's not you can't make it worse. Those are those are those are Pennsylvania numbers right there. Yep. Well, under Pennsylvania law, marijuana use is illegal for any purpose. However, possession of small amounts for personal use is considered a misdemeanor. According to the latest polling, 51% of Pennsylvania voters support legalizing marijuana for use by adults. A much higher proportion of voters, 88%, support legalizing medical marijuana. Boom, motherfucker. So it sounds like it's going to happen. You know what's not going to happen, though? The kid's not going to go news. No, but you know the issue with PA, though, is uh, all those people will say those things, but uh, the amount of people that will go out and vote will be... 
slimming it down. So if News. that gets passed. News. Right, News. Are we trying again? Because I'm not, I'm not saying News. a stupid clip again. No, I don't News. have the internet, so just read the next News. story. Hey, just say it. Mike, you do it. You're good at doing it. News, news, news. I have something else to come in with. This. I'm going to okay, really tell dramatic. that. Oh, you're going to keep going? I have two more. Yeah. Okay, news, news, news. Go ahead. Thank oh, you. Way better the government has it. finally <laughs> admitted that marijuana could help shrink brain tumors. That one's good from finally. policy, Mike. Marijuana is classified as a Schedule One drug by the Drug Enforcement Administration. This places it in the class of drugs most strictly regulated by the federal government and means it is considered to have no medicinal value for the public. But the federal government has quietly admitted that marijuana may, in fact, serve as a useful treatment for treating one of the most aggressive forms of cancer. The change. The National Institute on Drug Abuse has revised its stance on the medicinal value of marijuana by acknowledging a major study published in November by researchers at St. George's University of London that found that the drug can have a, quote, dramatic effect on brain cancer. The revised guidelines now state, quote, recent animal studies have shown that marijuana can kill certain cancer cells and reduce the size of others. Evidence from one animal study suggests that extracts from whole plant marijuana can shrink one of the most serious types of brain tumors. Research in mice showed that these extracts, when used with radiation, increase the cancer-killing effects of radiation. Wei Lu, one of the co-authors of the study, explained in an op-ed for the Washington Post in November that the research is, quote, promising and that, quote, cannabinoids could play a role in treating one of the most aggressive cancers in adults. The government's acknowledgement of the study bodes well for advocates for medical marijuana. The drug Schedule One classification has stifled scientific in- inquiry into the effects of marijuana, both good and bad, and it resulted in a catch-22. Marijuana is labeled Schedule 1 because it's assumed to have no medicinal benefits, but precisely because it's labeled Schedule 1, scientists generally can't acquire funding to determine if it has any benefits. And now it's going to be gangbusters when they announce that. that, Now that they've announced that, it's going to be like, oh, look. Ryan doesn't like gangbusters because he's a biker. What? No. (laughs) News me. Don't bust the gang up. Leading medical marijuana lab raided in Pasadena. Ooh, this one, big news, kind of sucks. Totally sucks. To- yeah, it really, really is not, not cool. Not cool, man. Pas- but, it, but it even sucks more when you read into it. And you're like, ooh, yeah. Ooh. Pasadena police raided a prominent medical marijuana lab in Southern California, the workshop, Monday evening. Guests on our show. According were, to reports, Pasadena police raided the workshop in Pasadena at 10 p.m. Monday night, detaining 28 people and ultimately arresting two. Our buddy Jeff Raber, who was on the show, uh, and Mark Piesner, on suspicion in manufacturing a controlled substance. The workshop is a leading California analysis lab in Southern California and performs performs potency and pathogen testing on Southland Medical Cannabis for dispensaries, collectives, and patients. Raber, of course, has a Ph.D. in chemistry from USC. And the workshop was founded in 2010, quote, despite the inherent risk personally and professionally, end quote. Uh, tremendous community support, oh, quote, continues, tremendous community support quickly resulted in the workshop being recognized as a leading cannabis laboratory. According to reports, an, an anonymous tip about cannabis odor led local police to two workshop sites in Pasadena. Police said they seized 200, quote, pint-sized bottles of hash oil, 500 pounds of marijuana, and found a, quote, manu- manufacturing factory for hash oil or honey oil. The legality of California's analytical labs, which test medical marijuana for potency and pathogens, is subject to dispute. They are not specifically legalized under Prop 215 or SB 420, and operators could be subjected to federal or state charges for handling marijuana, depending on the jurisdiction. But several California cities mandate cannabis to be tested at such labs before being sold to patients. 
That one's well, fucking 500 rough, pounds kind of sucks. <laughs> that doesn't yeah, sound so good on paper, right? And like, Ugh. we're testing them. <laughs> testing pounds, I know. It's like, this this is good. So that's definitely scary. Uh, we send, of course, our love and support to Jeff. And um, it would be cool to get him on the show to keep us updated, maybe, as as the case evolves. Because it could, you know, it, anytime there's an arrest, there's a court case. And anytime there's a court case, there's a potential for laws to change on appeals or on rulings and things like that. So um, that was the news. That was the news brought Damn to it. you by Adam Dunshow. Speaking to you, brought oh, to you by Segway, 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 Segway. <laughs> Uh, big shout outs to way to grow way to grow dot net for all you Colorado heads just talked to saw Corey the other day at the Denver store dirt bag time still the favorite Adam's favorite sale the dirt cheap sale pro mix HP 32 bucks for the 3.8 cubic feet 11 bucks for the roots organics 1.5 cubic feet cubic feet uh, you know that's the camo five Cuban feet Cuban feet one and a half toes were chopped off uh, yep and that's the camo bag that you can plant right in. Uh, the Cocoa Grow, 12 bucks. Botanicare Cocoa Grow Coyer. They have good Coyer, right? Botanicare is good. Yeah, yeah. And then the the Royal Vel- Gold Velvety. Tuper. Tupper. How's that pronounced? Is that Dutch? Tuper. This Dutch, Royal Gold. Tupper. Way to grow.net. Go in there. Uh, tell them you're the Adam. When they ask what your account is, tell them it's Adam Dunshow. Tell They'll hook it up even more. What are you so mumbling over there? That's what he was going to say. Stop mumbling. Tell them you're with the Adam Dunn Show crew, and they'll hook it up fat for you. At all seven locations? In all seven of them. You can Which find them all on waytogrow.net. And don't forget, at Dude, Platte it was River. actually pretty cool. I was driving with Concentrate the other today, day. So Platte River, Platte River, Concentrate Corner. Yeah, get all your disposables and, and even your ovens, your non-disposables. You, uh, pretty much all Hardware, your equipment. Everything. Everything at the Platte River so Way to Grow. Yup. Big shout out Dark Horse Genetics. Yes. Very excited. I, see, gotta, I yeah. believe I see Jason in the chat room even. Who what? Is that Jason? Someone in boom, here? Boom, we got boom. Boom, boom. There he is. We got Murphy's Law, 18th with a Banner Bowl. 418. There. We got the Bruce Banner Bowl, Murphy's Law headline. Pop up seed shop. Yo. Oh, that's going to be nuts. Listen. 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 We're actually, I'm going to blast it out on social media, I think. Bicycle. Yo. You and K Dash have a responsibility. K Dash, I hope you're listening. Even though it's your birthday, you have to listen. Yeah, I'm giving you a birthday present. Standing next to the speaker with his Sharpie. He's writing on his shirt because he can't find paper and doesn't want to miss it. Excellent. Good job. We're going to blow out. I want to announce it. The pop-up seed bank bank and the breeders-only seed swap at the Bruce Banner Bowl on the 18th. Boom. I want everyone on Facebook to know that this is going down. If you're coming to Denver, well, here's the thing, though. It might have to be kind of DL because what's not in our. You don't want everyone on Facebook. Yo, I want everybody to know this shit. I'm thinking about it a little more. I'm thinking about it a little more. Everybody (laughs) who matters on Facebook to know. I don't have that uh, that button. So I'm going to be very selective. You you didn't create a group of those people, Bike? I need to hire someone to do that at this point. Yeah, K Dash. Bike wants to hire you. Um, But here's the deal. Guys, it's going to be a weird season. Let's talk about that a little. Were you able to get a hold of anyone officially from High Times to comment on the cup, Adam? Did you hit up Matt? Well, are you calling it the cup or not our no. cup? I'm talking about the cannabis the cup. cup. Yeah, I did. I talked to him the other day. I didn't, I didn't get back to him to find out if there's panic in, if there's any panic in the in the zone. But no. So I can't get a hold of anyone. It's kind of weird. I know that the judges haven't gotten any updated information. 
So let's tell everyone what's going on. Uh, obviously, the Cannabis Cup is scheduled to be in town for 18, 417 through 420 or some shit, right? through the 20th, yeah. So... 18th, 19th, 18th, 19th, 20th. 19th and 20th. 18th, 20th. But everyone's right. here. Everyone's here the 17th to set up. So everyone who has a license in Denver has been getting these memos from the Marijuana Enforcement Division. Terrible, too. Dude. Of like, and it wasn't just... There, there was the one, and everyone was like, whoa, uh, they're pretty much like, don't sell... If We don't want to see you guys there, is what right, it seemed like. Right, and then the second one came And then there have been two since then. They're just like, really keeping the... Well, pre- well, just the, to be clear, funny we part, don't want you involved in any way, shape, or yeah, form. And then they're also thing. even saying, and don't think you're going to just come in and with your own personal and just smoke up and have fun and pretend like that's... You know, they're even like... Literally trying to laying figure out, out the laying loopholes. out the like, oh, yeah. this loophole is closed. So yeah, that so one will be closed. I'm not going to mention any names or any people or any companies, but we were going to have a sponsorship through Incredible. That was going to be for you some just product. name somebody. You said well, you no, Incredible is <laughs> fine because they it's a non-licensed entity. Right, 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 we, we've talking. been living in that loophole for uh, fucking coming on six years. So six we year anniversary. Six year loophole. Uh, you know, a sponsorship for product. Just like last year, we were going to do the whole legal buying it through dispensaries thing. And we essentially uh, were told that that cannot happen. Um, they had a meeting with the director of the MED, and I am pretty confident, and he was pretty stern on the fact that there will be undercover stings. There so, are undercovers so there every for year. What? For what, though? But they, they you said can always see that one guy who's just not high, who looks like he's like not loophole. having a good time. <laughs> every loophole. And they all have so, the same shoes on. Bright you know, white sneakers. Yeah, that's anybody, it, shoes. It's always look at the shoes, man. That's anybody the who's openly away. smoking... They're going to essentially ask to be seeing red cards. They're going to be asked. They're going to be counting numbers. You need a red of, card to smoke. Well, no, 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 no. So say you're at a booth and you're smoking people out mad. You have lines for your stuff and you have two pounds of bud behind your booth. How are you legally holding that two pounds of bud in your area? And if anybody in that area that comes up as a licensed holder, so if I'm there without my badge on and they search my name and they see I have a badge, they're essentially going to say, you should have known better. You stole it's, it from me. This is all, this you, is all, you, this is all like this? Uh, Amsterdam yeah, 2000. What are you talking about? My name's Bob Jones. Who the, and who the hell are you? I'm yeah, on a private true. property. That's yeah, true. kid, you don't need your ID on you, bud. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's just like Amsterdam, though. Same thing when they came in. With the, they came in, swooped in, <clears throat> stood in front of every booth, and then just made sure you didn't take anything out of the booth. So and then they were like, "Here's where I'm already, at." Though. They had I'd already come in, and I'd already figured out these guys, these guys, those guys, and that's you know they don't go to every booth. They only go to the ones they know. So they are, they're gonna clock everybody first. Right, they do the walk around. Yeah, they're gonna and they do see what everyone's doing. Clock it up, and then they're gonna go back, come back in, and then swoop on a few people so i'm just gonna tell tell everybody look i know there's people who were planning on slanging some seeds at the cup i wouldn't even go there to fucking give away seeds this nope. year nope. fuck that we're doing a place to do that breeders only seed swap pop-up seed bank you pretty much would have to fight through a hardcore show mosh pit to get up there so i think we'll know yeah that'll be the good best part so. way to get it out there because again. not yeah. everyone on my facebook is listening right now so i can figure out a- I can post and say if you're going to be in town, want seeds, hit me up. Yeah, the mosh pit will co- will protect us. That'll be that'll be our that'll be our motto. Perfect. Yep. So, yeah. So that's that. How about we move on to our topic for the show? How's that sound, gentlemen? Yay! Topic. Don't, don't you need a topic. You need a topic theme song. Oh, you know what we topic. didn't do yet, though. Main you know topic. what we didn't do yet. We didn't do. Uh, Hot topic. Shout out! Shout out Hot to topic. Incredibles <laughs> Edibles. <laughs> oh yeah, Incredibles. Oh yeah, Incredibles. What'd you create? It's going to be kind of boring because what's going on? Incredibles Edibles. We got to give them a big oh, shout yeah, out. Oh yeah, sorry. Shout out to Big O. Oh, of course. I did a mix bar the other day, and I highly recommend it. What's a mix bar? They are. I got two bars, 
and I ate. I ate it. Right, I, mean, I, I didn't to, eat both I, at once. I got to try the Afghano bar. It was awesome. Bomb, right? Is it awesome? Yeah, yeah so good. Yeah, so that's so what good. I did. I got an Afghano bar. Three hundred. So get the three hundred. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't use the whole thing. I used half the Afghano bar and half of the firecracker bar that I saw that was at one of the dispensaries, and I like ate them simultaneously. If you, you made will. like a sandwich. So good. That's so the good. mixed bar. It was like the white the chocolate with the coffee. It was like the cream on top of the coffee. It was bomb. It was so good. Funny, Cece had some. Mm. She had the classic where she ate some edibles and then she forgot about it. And later she was like, I don't know why I'm so <laughs> 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 I was like, And then she, I didn't even remember. Either. I was like, just. And, she, and then later she's like, oh, yeah. It was, and she had that moment, you know. So those were always the funny moments when you. Oh yeah, it was the edible. Uh, I actually love those. Yeah, then everything, uh, then everything's cool again. Cause yeah, for, yeah, for yeah you're kind of freaking like, out. For a minute, you're like, wait a minute, am I having a stroke? Cause this <laughs> yeah. is kind of weird. I don't. I know. can't pay attention to anything. Uh, I feel like I'm. Uh, binding I have up. a little while to worry about whether or whether or not what is happening to me is a stroke. So, wow, wow, hey, wow. hey, hey, now. <laughs> pretty sure for now it's not a stroke i'm just yeah. really fucked up really high. but yeah no lots of different flavors gummies all that good stuff so and i got to bring i got to bring uh, i brought wally and his guy over there i mm. saw that video that was awesome and they uh, got to check out all of the uh, i haven't the seen the video picture, <laughs> and i saw it man their garden is crushing it dude crushing nice, it. nice. uh the, the who else we got to shout out let's shout out uh he's like uh, literally four lights are hitting Four pounds of light sometimes. What? Like, Come on! I swear to God, they are. And they saw it. It's like whoa, because they just got them shit high. That's the thing. It's just that's like, what's up with the Gavitas. It's just re- crazy. Higher the better. Yeah. <laughs> Farther away the better, almost. Because it's just like closer to the sun. Yeah, they just yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they, no, but it's perfect. I mean, it's really unbelievable. Because also, uh, D has designed his own tables that are nice bomb too. So I was like, everything. If you line those things up proper, crushing, it all works up. Nice. Crushing. Uh, let's also give uh, big shout outs to AU Extracts, who's kind of sponsoring today's discussion. Shouting, you know, sponsoring the Adam Dunn Show. Shouting, sponsoring the Adam Dunn Show Invitational as a premiere, as a as a main sponsor, right? Pretty much, top dog. Yeah, big time. Are in Oregon. They have a lab out there and extraction lab and a regular and actual analytic lab. What's it called again? AU, like gold. AU Extracts. And Tanner is there. He's coming main, by, yeah. He's going to come by and he's going nice. to show us his entries. Uh, right His on. entry, I think, and then he's going to bring some other stuff. Cool. He also does propane and he does a few other things too. So, And I, and I, he does a good job too because it's one of those things. Uh, and actually I met uh, Walter Wax when I was out in Seattle and he had some pretty damn proper propane nice. shit too. Yeah, yeah, he, he does did propane. Did he end up entering that Tangy? I don't think so, no. I think he... Uh, That's not what you want, right? I think he ended up... Entering it sounds boring, but it was a blue dream. But it was tested super fucking uh, yeah. clean. That's what it is, man. People well, like you know, people like. I mean, the thing is that now you got to kind of. It's like been take so long on blue dream. I feel like like blue dream could come had back. his thing. Yeah, it could come back. There are a bunch of people who couldn't name the flavor of blue dream right now. No, they, no, wouldn't, no. they wouldn't no. even know. No, they no, no, I can't. No, I it's not that obvious. That half vomit, dried bomb vomit flavor you'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a blueberry that comes through that makes it taste not so. But as an extract or as a flower? Just in general. Yeah, as an extract. This is an extract I'm talking. So mm. it's kind of like, it does get kind of like, nah, I have PTSD so. from <laughs> and, and isn't Dabalicious isn't coming into town and entering something too? Of course. Right? Of course. So, so we'll see Brandon he when we Well, uh, next week will be really interesting because yeah. it's going to be like. A good, uh, yeah, it'll be a good it's time. Gonna be, everyone's here. We're gonna I think we're just going to have to do like an open house type thing. Right? Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Might have to move it. 
studio somewhere bigger. Also, huge, huge, huge shout out to uh, 420 Science. They're coming through in a big way on the ADSI. Yep. Um, there. If you don't know 420 Science, that's if you remember 420 jars Slash or the 420 420 scope uh, res block are their products. Um, and now they're selling Grav Labs. Exactly incredible. Per Cali Crusher, they're selling it all online. Uh, 420science.com. They ship everywhere. Uh, they've been around forever. They were in the game when I got in the game. You know those guys, oh, yeah? yeah, for sure. So they're hooking us up. They're not doing the jars because we got the jars, right? They're going to give us po- the yeah. pocket scopes. Nice. They're also hooking us up with USB scopes. They're also hooking us up with the super cool scope that has a built-in LCD screen mm-hmm. or LED screen. Excuse me, it's a dope screen, and it's just like a freestanding scope that we can use to check shit out. That's dope. You can get all that stuff at 420science.com, and you can actually use the code ADAM420. So code. I'm going to say go out there, get the get some scopes. Yeah. If you're cupping it, if you're whatever you're doing, your code's ADAM420. Check them out, 420science.com. Also, they have some great jars. They do the jar that has, like, the reusable. You can erase the label and rewrite the label. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we obviously don't need that for this situation. Yeah, but they kill it, and then you can you can get their you know the glass pieces too at, at grav dot com or grav labs. You can even get them at four twenty science dot com, and then you can use the Adam four twenty code. And then uh, a bunch of you guys have been saying you never hit an incredible. Go go pick one up, you know. Use the code Adam four twenty. Um, and then who else do we got who's who's really coming through on the ADSI? Uh, I know I'm talking to one more one more person about potentially coming. There he is. Oh, there! Wow, man, you just made it on your queue, bud. Boom. Oh Boom. You can sit there. Awesome, awesome. So, obviously, you're not on mic right now. We'll m- move you in as we chat, but throw the headphones on. Get to blazing, you know. Uh, we definitely want to thank you for, for supporting the show, dude, and uh, for stepping it up, especially with the event. That's, that's pretty major. Oh, we can also shout out Glazed and Confused Donuts. And we, yes. can, yeah, and we can also shout out Dope Magazine, of course. Dope Magazine. They're going to be all over the Covering it. They're, yeah. the, they're the print coverage of the event. Uh, Glazing Confused Donuts is going to be coming through. Uh, bicycle. Who else do we got? Did, wasn't there a garment company? I can't confirm right now. I haven't heard back. Oh no! Let me well, shoot another message right now. Okay, I'm not this saying his name. If he's, not, I don't want to. I don't want to say it and misspeak. No mis. No and Kung Fu vapes. Uh, I'm going to have to get total confirmation, but I, I mean, as of yeah, should be. I'm sharing booth, so can't excellent. Can't uh, we also got obviously <clears throat> the big event calendars are coming. Uh. Jason wants to talk about the 420 party. Uh, you can talk about the 420 party. I don't know if you what you know about the 420 party, um, but you can talk about it, buddy. Um, Is it a political party? The 420. I, I think he's talking about the date. He's talking about ads. He's talking about the awards. He's, are you talking about the ADSI awards? Oh, I see what they're all talking about. Do we have Do we have Tommy confirmed? Is that? Um. That's through Jason. I mean, we have to find out. All right. That's, well, I mean, it should be. Should but be. We but do we do have. Look how excited the kid is. Oh, I know what he's talking about. He's talking about 420 after party. Yes. Well, that's going to be at, at the same spot. I know. So we'll talk, let's talk about it. Um, you guys are going to be there. Super Troopers. But it's like Snooper Troopers, right? Well, the late night one will be Snooper That's, Troopers. I think, yes. what he's talking about. Yes, Snooper be, Troopers. Yeah, that'll be late night. And uh, Snoop, Chong, Super Troopers. 
it's and really we'll actually happening. Machine there, so we'll be we'll be filling up glasses all night too. So you'll get to try the milkshake machine. And if you guys don't know what the milkshake machine is, the milk machine. The now, I guess is what we're, they're going to go with. No, it was, I, it was originally the milk machine. Now right. it's the milkshake nah, machine. Going, we're going back go to back milk. to milk is Good. better. Yeah, I like it better. Milkshake is stupid. It's confusing. Especially People when actually think that you're talking about a milkshake. And right. Yeah, no. It's, it's and and the milk is an acronym. Nick just reminded me a couple more sponsors we overlooked as well. Rocky Mountain Seed Company. Oh, true that. And the Smart Nail. Smart Nail, I didn't even know that. Did oh, we, and Magical Butter, is that happening? Magical Butter is sponsoring that our show. Oh, okay, they're going to be okay. doing something down there at the same right spot. They're bringing, they're bringing lots. They're bringing limos and food and Fancy pantsy. Fancy smancy stuff. You're going to get to see, see us sort of act like celebrities for a week. <laughs> Who? You and me in limos uh, with oh yeah we have a lot of limos super we have a lot troopers of limos and, yeah limos and buses and stuff yeah, 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 yeah. a lot of craziness going craziness on. mobs mobs of people everywhere we go mobs, craziness no uh, but uh, actually it'll be just me running around late every time that's what usually the cup cup late. is basically me running so like, you being running late. late and then hitting traffic and then just being like dude I can't believe I'm missing the no most that's not the cup that's every day what makes it different because <laughs> it's the cup the cup's worse cups uh, usually my phone breaks up do they give you another panel to do. To make up for the one that you missed? Uh, I yes, on I'm on a panel with Adam this yeah, time. They so. put me on a concentrated panel. What the hell are you put me on a concentrated yeah, panel for? Are we Even on, though we're doing a show what, on it today. But what, that's why we got other people here. What are we on for? What, what panel are we on? Do you we are on... Panel? Late, so, um, where, well, one of us will be. One of us can just cover the other. No, guy. That's, cool that's the he put us both on it, so there's no excuse. Oh my god! Because one of us would always blame it on the other. Be like, oh, Mitch was supposed to, do that, or Adam was supposed. To, so yeah. we can't. Now no. we got to both be there, or both not be there. <laughs> yeah, we can just bail, both bail. Uh, what's the address <laughs> for four twenty? Fifteen twenty three Market Street. Fifteen twenty three Market Chances. Street. Chances. It's called Chances. Denver. When we checked out the spot earlier this week, it is dope. It's gonna be great. And that's the same spot where we're gonna be doing the ADSI Awards show on 420. Time will be announced in the future just because of the uncertain climate. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, let's keep it rocking. Yeah. Keep it rocking. We got cool. You want to talk on topic? <laughs> talk on topic, even yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, Luckily, we picked a great subject for Tanner to roll. Now in. we actually have like a uh, panel that that can tell us stuff. Here's what we were talking about, right? The panel, the panel. Mike, you got that rosin with you? No, I don't have. A, Nick's gonna bring the rosin after okay. the show. Oh, after show. We were gonna have. A, I thought we were gonna have a rosin. I thought that was the whole plan. I got a bunch of rosin right here in this weed. If you have a, a <laughs> yeah. I wasn't very successful last time I tried it. I feel like four I or five grams, couple downs. Who in here? You, well, that's you, pretty much what it comes down it. to. I had to try it. We yeah. were talking about it. When we were in. Get did you? Mic. Did you make some? Uh, I made some out in Oregon a couple weeks ago, and uh, it worked. It worked, you know, not as well as I thought it would, but it still worked. You know, like two dabs off of about four grams. <laughs> that's. I yeah. mean, in the in the end of the day, if you think about it, though, that's not. You're not going to get. Much well, more here's than that. what here's what we're saying. Like, what would your yield be? Well, if you blasted four grams, how much would you get? Maybe half a gram. Okay. Gram, something like that. It just depends on the material, you know, quality. Material. True enough. Yeah. True enough. Right, probably right in between that. So. Yeah. Kid, you you have not made rosin. You mocked me when I was trying to <laughs> come up with a way to make rosin. Because the way that you guys were trying to do it was like it was never going to work in a million and one years. I mean, it was just like the old Moroccan never boiled water press. Never hash. worked. They're Turkish. Never That's the Turkish thing where you boil the water and then you press it, bag. right? 
A nice hair straightener. No, no, he had it in a. I'm not even gonna explain it because it was that. Stupid. I'll explain exactly what I did. It was I vac sealed it. He vac sealed it, and then he had a pot with boiling water, and then it almost filled to the top, and then he puts the vac sealed bag of shake in there, and he takes another pot with also hot water, and tries to press down on it, but the water just spills everywhere and fucking. That part was dumb. <laughs> that part was dumb, but the no theory was sound. Yeah, the theory is sound, dude. It's, it. it's, when, when we're sitting there with a million other things, like it's like I have a hair straightener. No. In that didn't. That definitely didn't happen. Absolutely. Why did. do you have a no, hair straightener? You, she oh, didn't have I a car because you rode there together on your girl oh, motorcycle. That's true. That's Don't true. fucking lie. Well, we have a hair straightener. I have a hair straightener too. You should why use do you, that. Why do you have a hair straightener? <laughs> I have one at my house because I have a wife. <laughs> so, does Cece have a hair straightener? Yes, I so. absolutely. I, no. think so. yes. I bet you she does. Cece, if you're listening, no. can you please bring no. your hair straightener to the studio? She doesn't have one. And some wax paper, parchment paper, please. I don't think she does. She texted. It's just a waste of. Material. We're going to find out. I want to do it live on the air. Chat room, you guys making nice rosin? Nice. And so here's my thing about rosin. And this is why I, where I want to get to with the show. And we're going to get Mark Sheldon on in a bit. Is It It looks like shatter, right, Mike? I've seen a lot of it look just like shatter. Does sure. it taste like shatter? You've tasted it, yeah? The one time I tried, it did yeah. not taste like shatter. Did not. How? What was different about the taste? It tasted like, uh, it just did not. It, it came from some... Uh, Third grade hash, I guess you'd say. So, um, it tasted like the hash warmed over. Interesting. So it wasn't that good. No, it would, if that was someone said that's rosin, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna go back to BHO. Yeah, I have not been impressed. Did it, but did it? What is it like? Full dome, kind of melty, or it, it, no? It it looked it it looked like dark shatter or dark sap. Uh-huh. Hmm. It, it melted. It melted away. Obviously, all full melt, uh, and it hit hit the buzz hit me in the face. Right off the bat, but I don't notice it went away really fast as well. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Adam, you haven't made it. Well, you, you invented rosin. I saw on Facebook. <laughs> I actually quoted that I probably would have would have if I just stuck doing my lammies because at a certain point I would have been like, what is this stuff at the edge of the thing? Did Why you notice so the rosin? Did you but, notice what? But the what thing is, if you press it, because well, the thing is, whenever the key to the laminator was the fact that I had a real professional one that I could. Bring it up one degree at a time. Bring it down. Reverse it. Go in and out with it. I also had like had o- the mouth of where it would go in would open up like a like like that, so you could stick cardboard through it, whatever. And it never like a normal laminator would just squeeze. If you try to do it in a normal laminator, then it does produce rosin, but it's a big mess at the same time because what happens is it squeezes. Well, that's the thing it, with rosin; it's a big mess. It squeezes it too, real hard, and then it at the edge you'll see that layer of clear, you know, and it's like that is tastier and the inside is all dry and beat up so it's like yeah like but i didn't really so you didn't think it was harvesting i well i wasn't really thinking it's worth harvesting that little tiny amount and it's like think bigger (laughs) right which that is not well and and it's you know in conjunction with what we're talking about before right like if there's if there's an extra two hundred thousand pounds on the market right now on the wholesale market, it sold eventually, won't it? Won't it? It's not no because there's more. The price is going to keep going down because the market's going to get more flooded. Product that's sitting there is not like a car where the value stays the same. They'll start blasting it right now. Or when there's enough of it, it's only going to get more and more excessive. It's not like facilities are shutting down. There are only more coming online, and this they is the first down, influx. Really, yeah. tell me more about that, bicycle. Uh, I've just been hearing of a couple places that aren't doing well at all. I know of a couple places that aren't doing well, and it's just in- inevitable. It's just a matter of how long can they can they hold on to four twenty when they make they can pay a rent that month. So uh, everyone has a question on on uh, how how you would use <coughs> the vac method in making rosin. The idea is that you take 
your starting material. You fold it in parchment paper and make an envelope. Or you can even buy a parchment paper envelope. They make those. You seal that envelope. That's for heroin usually. No, no. They use sheets of parchment paper adeptly folded by junkies. Oh, okay. Called a bundle. <clears throat> Why do I know about that? You're from Jersey. Exactly. You got to know that. Um, no, that's not hash powdered. That's not, yeah, that's not hash powder. No, no. Um, so, the idea is you fold it up, vac seal it, because when you're exposing your, and I got an actual hash maker and a scientist here, so this is good, right? Like, when you're exposing your THC to heat, you're decarboxylating it, sure, but then if you go too far, you're turning it into CBN, right? So, you're going to expose it to heat and pressure, which is both going to contribute to that chemical equation, but if you don't have oxygen in the equation because it's in a vacuum, yeah, then it can't react with the oxygen to turn into CBN. I confirmed it with Mark Sheldon. I'm going to call him and double check it. I haven't talked about it with Jim Frere yet, but that's the idea behind it. And uh, and then you take this backpack thing and do whatever you were going to do with your normal rosin tech, but just do it in that vacuum environment. Would it be cool to do it with a sweet space suit? Perhaps in space or some just, other just massive need, vacuum a, chamber? Yes. You just need a vacuum chamber with your hands inside, though. Sure. Sure. You could do it that way. Would it be cooler to do it Everybody wants to use those suit? all the time anyway. It's like... A gl- any chance I can use a glove hood, I'm, yeah. a, I'm into it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Well, ha- having no dangerous. air in the system means a lower temperature, too. So, right. you know, less chance for decarboxylation. Exactly. Exactly. Which is like, I think you'll produce a better product. Mm-hmm. Oh. And as Nick Bradley pointed out in the chat room... You can definitely preserve terps. And if you don't, when you open that packet, it's going to smell so good. You're just going to get like <laughs> terp cloud. Poof. Uh, all right. So that's rosin. I don't know. I, I noticed Thank rosin. you for saying rosin, not rosin, which a lot of people are starting to say I'm noticing. I love when people have only read things. They've never heard anyone talk about it in real life, but they've only read it on the Internet, so they pronounce it wrong. That's good. That's good stuff. Um, <laughs> you love that. Yeah, it's funny. Ha, 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 ha. So... I first, I guess, found rosin, saw rosin. When, when Adam made it, we know. No, no. When I was doing Nicotone, when we went to, what was that crappy show that happened? Not the Mary Jane Expo. The other one that was like a daytime thing. Whatever. We went to some crappy trade show. That's why we don't remember it. Yeah. yeah. And Nick showed me the hair straightener to press the mm-hmm. sift. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. And I did it kind of a little too hot once. And I noticed that on my parchment. rosin. I, there was all that stuff, but I just threw it out. I was like, this is, yeah. damn it, I ruined this batch. You know what I mean? Um, but the, I saw what it was. I was like, well, that looks a lot like oil, etc." cetera. Um, and then I think the first time I heard about it was when we had that South African couple on the show, and they mentioned it, and I didn't even know what they were talking about. But then uh, it was maybe a week later that I saw it, because I'm not on Instagram. Instagram, you knew about that shit, right, Mike? Uh, I'm not on, on Instagram, no. No, the kid? I mean, I... Once I saw it over at Kyle's house with you guys trying to do it, I, I mean, I heard about it a little bit before then, but then I started seeing it. There's not much. It doesn't make it from Instagram to Facebook. It's just a sl- slow transition. To uh, Dan Gleesack in the chat room, uh, the the issue of a plasticky smell or taste, they make vac bags that are intended for sous vide cooking, and the whole idea of this method is to use a sous vide cooking method where you put it in boiling water, a much lower temperature than anything that will cause the the plastic to degrade and that's that's approved to use in that boiling environment so if someone <laughs> wants to try it and let me know how it goes yeah, uh, that'll be go, cool go ruin your product no <laughs> just like mitch 
Ruined. People are uh, steaming the chips after and repressing them, I guess, too. Really? For a second press. Interesting. That's how they call them chips, right? That's like the Flats, pressed. Flats, uh, chips. I've heard of them. Originally, yeah. people were just eating them, right? Because decarboxylated. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Eating them to the cows? No, I think eat it to Mix it as in. a person. That would not taste very good. No. That would be hard to consume. Not, not just like chew on it, though. Mix it in something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all activated, ready to go. It's like majun, actually. If you get, it's like a, in majun, you, you heat the flowers, and then you mix it with like dates and nuts, and it makes like um, something you can spread on toast, like a jam, almost. Is it anything uh, like majun? No, it's nothing like majun. So Tanner. Tanner. Yes, sir. What do you think of all this rosin what stuff? You got, what you got cups? What uh, you got, got for a, cups? I got Tell some cup entries with me. Um, all collaborations. I have uh, some tangy, uh, mm-hmm. some short uh, collaboration with Medcana. Nice. Um, then I have TJ's Organic Gardens, a uh, chocolate. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's the one I want. Oh, chocolate it's, chocolate it's what? My, that's, I think that's, one, that's my favorite. And Is then I what? have a uh, Blue OG from Pono Love Farms out of Oregon. Those were... Uh, all sun growing, uh, 800 gallon smart pots over the last season. Nice and oh yeah, those are ridiculous. You have those on your phone, right? Yes, I do. The, um, the pretty. So, what photos. chocolate is that? Like a chocolate tie? Uh, I'm sure, not, you know, I talked to, I was talking to Jim, and he was telling me, you know, he found it from a bag seed of some kind of chocolate smelling weed, and you know, over time, you know, they like this is chocolate, you know, so TJ's chocolate, I guess that's where it came, where it came from. All right, good old bag seed, bud. Yeah, here's some chocolate right here. Yeah, that's what we want to check out. Is it pressed up in the shape of a chocolate bar? Oh, that would be cool. Yep. You guys need to consult with me on this. Here's the blue. Interesting. That one. And then the tangy, of course. Smoke on that one for a little bit. Pass that around. That smells wonderful. The crinkle factor is high. <laughs> Which one's that? The blue. The blue. Yeah. Is that like just the blue? That's the name of it, yeah. Uh, blue. Uh, crap! I gotta talk to Justin again. I don't know what this is? Yeah. <laughs> Which one's that one? Crinkle, 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 yeah. crinkle. Oh yeah. Oh, the the tangy is really good. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like an orange it. threw oh, up yeah. in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys want to try any of it? Help yourself. Uh, that's what I plan on doing. <laughs> That'll probably be happening. Yeah. That'll do. So these are all BHO, obviously, by yes, the colors and stuff? Yes, they're all pure in runs. No propane this time. No, that's do what you, I was mentioning do you, earlier. Do you do blends? Uh, Yeah, sometimes. You know, when uh, I was up in Idaho Springs, we were doing a few mixtures. And, uh, you know, it just depends, you know, what we're going for. Kind of material, you know, uh wax or shatter you know how does that affect the process i've always wondered about that i know propane's a little bit different it's it's a lighter gas that wants to escape more so it's kind of harder to make shatter out of it you know so it's easier in a mixture but it wants to come out a lot quicker so you purge you know six to eight hours in the oven you know um your yields are there it's a 20 minute soak with propane instead of you know just a quick wash like normally you do with butane um you know so you're not really pulling all that chlorophyll so that's what I like about it is you can usually put in, you know, some mediocre material and usually get something decent out of it, you know, a good color, you know, something that's going to make someone at least happy besides butane where it's finicky and, you know, you, you have gas sitting in there too long or you run into, you know, back pressure issues, you know, you're going to pull a darker color. Mm. And, and also the age of the material is really important too. Mm-hmm. It's like with BHO, it's so critical to have fresh, fresh, fresh and be on top. And if you do, uh, what are you looking for? 
lighter. And if you, uh, so with what do you find with the with the propane? Like even old material kind of comes out pretty bright, or yeah, you know, decent. You know, a little bit lighter than you know butane would. Can we talk about? Here's my big question about the old material, new material thing. I've heard a few different labs. No one can explain it, and everyone has a theory, which to me, I go back to it, and some people are going to hate me for saying this, but uh, I feel like if you're calling yourself a lab, you should at least be able to explain stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, so sometimes with old material, it just won't it just won't turn into shatter. It just stays runny. Yeah. Why? Well, you know, it, uh, everything breaks down. You know, it depends if it was left in the light. You know, everything will start to degrade. You know, What's degrading? Like, is you know, the wax where, uh, degrading? Is that what it is? The waxes you know, the, have the degraded? The will start breaking down, and, you know, you won't be able to pull a good color. You know, I feel like a lot of that could have to do when you harvest, too. You know, if you harvest later, you know, when more trikes are amber, you know, you're going to pull a darker shatter. I think the shatter, trike color know. and shatter color, totally, and that makes sense mm-hmm. to me, right? Yeah, because early stuff, if you do it at six weeks, it comes out super clear. Way more gold yeah. and clear, yeah. Well, clear yeah, almost, yeah, 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 you know what yeah, yeah. I mean? It's like, oh, people love that, but don't think it's as strong as if it comes out a bit more amber. But why does the physical structure change? Um, you know, just heat. It just depends, you know, you're, where you're curing your room. You're or just about room. probably. Uh, and how come two labs, no matter one, no matter what they do, can't get the stuff to shatter, and the other one is no problem? Uh, heat, temps, you know. Do you have answers well, for me? Well, if you got like answers, using. Mike, do you have answers for me? Because if you don't pass that mic, I want to know. So what you're talking about, Mitch, is basically a large part of what my master's thesis was basically studying the degradation of surface waxes. So Um, it is the degradation of the waxes, yes? Absolutely. Um, There's always going to be a degradation of the wax over time. It's similar to like um, when you buy in the store basil or cilantro that's been dried. It smells like Not the same, right, right, yeah. Yeah. So... Part of the studies that I did, actually, you remove the surface wax and then rehydrate that dried material. It'll smell like fresh again. Sure. So that's sort of where my studies were with the propane. So, wait, interesting. I just want to clarify on this. You're not talk- You're saying the smell's not gone. The surface wax just degraded, so it's making it smell bad. Exactly. Wow. That's, that's part of why the propane, you can actually get that better color and do different things with it because it actually separates differently the surface waxes from the oils than the butane does. Wow. So does the butane mix them back up again or does it uh, like does it degrade everything and put yeah, it, it kind it, of into it, a soup? Yeah, it actually it, it makes things more soluble. Right. So everything kind of combined or combines go, it combines a lot more. So it's that recombination thing we're talking about right. we're saying how it just yeah. fucks things up. Some things it fucks up and some things it might So be, here's my other better. question on this that I have to proceed with then and this is based on the combo we had with Jim Frere is that like in the de-wax process there are definitely terpenes that adhere to the waxes and you you lose them when you remove the waxes. The method you're describing is it is it so that sort of method or it's something different? You well, it's a similar thing, but you're talking about a lipid removal and things being attached to that versus um, a pure extraction. That's actually like a secondary extraction and ex- right. extract of an extract. Well, I've right. also noticed with propane, you know, it's a, always a little bit harsher. You know, you have a lot higher pressure extraction, you know, versus butane, you can do it under 20 pounds of pressure. If you're running propane, you're 175 pounds of a pressure, you know, I feel like at that pressure... Is that just to get the get it into a liquid state? Well, that's, you know, just filling the tube, having enough gas to actually, you know, get your yield and... Part of it is through. the technology of the machinery. Okay. Um, that's one of the things that I personally am working on is bringing something to market that can run propane liquid extraction 
uh, under ambient temperature and pressure. And then, of course, we can actually control the the temperature to be ambient temperature and pressure. Yes. So at room temperature, you're going to turn propane into a liquid. Yeah. You want to see a picture? But yeah. higher pressure, you're pulling more yeah. fats and lipids as well. So the chat room is curious, to, to go back to your question, and I'm sure we could probably just, if your thesis is published, we could probably do a little Googling and find it, but since we got you here, how do you remove the waxes and then restore the the smell, as you were saying? I mean, that's are there. how does that process work? That actually is more involved in what we call the raffinate, the leftover you know, plant material. And that's where if you rehydrate that, it'll have a similar smell and aroma. Some of those tarps are always left behind. So you lost, you're going to lose some yeah, for sure. Lose some. Yeah. Always. Once it's but gone, it's not going to smell like old weed anymore. It'll smell right. like exactly. that's the nice main question. thing. Yes. Is it, is it kind of like uh, you get a brown spot on a banana and you cut that off and it, it's a yellow banana again? You're just like you're, you're taking out the bad part. Yeah, it sound, that's what it sounds like. But you're going to cut out some good when you cut out that bad part. But it's still, but it's but still the rest of the banana is totally good, right? Is Absolutely. That, I mean, is that is that the you metaphor that you're painting? You can only get as much out as what you put in, right? And then you use the right. brown part to make banana bread. But how how uh, propane? How much percentage do you think you get back? Like ten percent of your original? Smell? I mean, it can't be that. I would think that you no, lose there, a, there should be less than five percent loss. You know what? I mean, you know what really? he's talking yeah. about? The old weed smell. How mm-hmm. all old weed smells oh, the same. Yep. I always figured it was some like bacteria that grew on old weed that had that smell. But you're telling me it's just degraded waxes. That's the old weed smell that every jar has that kind of spicy, peppery. That's the the old wax is actually covering up that fresh aroma. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Okay, so this thing that there's a picture of is going to keep propane in a liquid state without putting it under pressure? It looks well, like it definitely so uh, it has pressure It doesn't stay shit. under a liquid state. What it does uh, is if uh, you look at the, the uh, first vessel, that is all liquid state because it's cooled to such a low temperature. Uh-huh. So the liquid recondenses. Mm-hmm. That flows under ambient pressure through the extraction vessel into a first separation vessel. Uh-huh. And that's where it's heated. goes into a gas state. There's a secondary separation vessel for volume expansion. And then it recondenses back into the first chamber. Okay. So it's a continuous flow rather than the oh, soak that Tanner was Oh, it's not a soak. It's a flow. It's a continuous and flow. And it's just making that cycle. Exactly. And then depositing it's it. It's closed loop. Oxygen is excluded from the extraction. Right. It's, nice. It's Kid, a nice piece of equipment. Yeah, and it's clearly a nice piece of equipment, it's, dude. It's yeah. a lot more than what I was using for. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, so that's exciting, and that's what I'm talking. Uh, the The future of of the hash industry is going to evolve still so much innovation oh it's going to i mean we have a huge amount of uh growth still to to i mean because every time we're in that position where every single time something new comes out the old thing just looks so shabby you know you're like god oh you're still running one of those gotta get rid of that you know i mean it's like it's amazing you're still washing it's like leaps and bounds you're still soaking we're washing dude. well you know even like (laughs) even a couple years ago most people didn't have access to a closed loop themselves and they were still bro it's the difference between a a bath and a shower like what it's the difference (laughs) between a bath and a shower that's what it is and and in a bath you soak in your own filth yeah, <laughs> and that's what the real deal is. As you were saying, it causes that what you were saying that that soup that Jim mm-hmm. talks about the chemical reactions. You're preventing that from happening. You're yeah, just taking a shower. Chance. They don't have a chance to. Wow, people want to call in. Call in seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven. Call in. Call in, Craig. That's Nick. not possible. Oh, I'm lying. Don't call in. We got to turn off a guest mic to do that. 
That's right. That's Daniel right. Bryan's not doing it, obviously. So nope, no. Nope. But hopefully, before the end f- of next month, we will buy the mixer we need to prevent that from being an issue. <sighs> it's just the mixer, right, kid? Yeah, we just need more channels. That's all. You know, I will give you more channels, my friend. I need more channels. I need more channels. All right, guys. Unfortunately, you can't call in. You can post in the forum. Keep posting in the chat room, even. There you go. Um, so, shower instead of a bath. There's your sales pitch, man. You say you explain it that way at trade shows. I like it. <laughs> I'm totally gonna use it. And uh, I'll give you my consulting rates uh, after the show. It is. It is a lot of gas. Different to think about. Yeah. It's it's an 11 liter storage vessel for the liquid. Talking the mic. Talking the mic. Talking the mic. Yeah. 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 There you go. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it on. Now people are calling in. People are calling in. Oh, kid. Oh, it's not gonna work. Okay. Do it. Cut. <laughs> I don't have to cut any mics. I can have it so that Skype can only hear you two. Let's do it. Let's do it. You can talk to you can talk to me and Adam only. Yeah, but we can relay <laughs> answers, so we can sound smart. Relay <laughs> their information. Um. Okay. So kid, are you psyched for your tattoo? Matt Riot is extremely psyched to give you a tattoo. Well, yeah, Since so you're not am, crashing your bike now, uh, you'll see. Well, I mean, I, I feel like you might as well not waste your time getting excited about it. If it's something ridiculous, I'm not going to get it. So I, I want to know what you're giving me. It's going to be a surprise. It. First, what, we're going to feed you a lot of edibles. <laughs> we're going to feed you a lot. Of <laughs> you're going to get a pelvis tattoo of the logo, and then, but not Adam's beard. So you can decide whether Adam <laughs> shaves or not. <laughs> That's awesome. you, do you like that, kid? No. That a, you're not going with that? I think just the flag is fine. The f- no, Matt Riot. Oh, Matt Riot is getting upset. You're gonna. Don't worry, guys. Uh, so, what percent of terpenes uh, do you do you think you retain with this process? I don't think he's talking about retaining terpenes. You're talking about the amount of terpenes present. You're just restoring the original s- smell. You're removing that. You. What I feel like you've proven, or, or what you're stating, is that the wax breaks down and causes an undesirable, and becomes an undesirable part of the process. Is, exactly. is, is, is what you're saying. Exactly. And, you know, that's that's part of what the machine does. It, it removes the oils without removing the waxes. That's excellent. So you don't have to de-wax. Right. It's just coming through unwaxed. Right. It's not an inline de-wax. I mean... It's a pre-de-wax. We always... It's an Continue unwaxed. to refine it. wax So, you know, there's always things that'll come through. We always de-wax anyways. Right. Just as a cool. secondary process for cleaning, but... Skype's only picking up is, uh, Adam's uh, more or less. Skype. Skype. I sound really loud to me. Only picking up. Yeah, because I was trying to raise your levels to see if it made a difference. It made me really loud. So Skype's not picking up. Uh, we can. There's a right. way to make this work. I'll talk to him. <laughs> All right. So, so talking about wax, talking about rosin, and maybe you're the guy to ask, is there a chemical difference between rosin and shatter? Bike says they taste different. They look the same. Anytime there's a secondary process, there's uh, there's going to be a different chemical constituency. It's so going to be different in some minute way. So the hair straightener is at like 400 degrees. It's so. just a heat. Yeah. It's a heat yeah. And it's not extraction. I mean, it's just melting it. It's essentially right. melting the waxes and recollect. But that's the thing. How does it work? What's chemically happening? Because it doesn't seem to have the waxes. You can take that crappy old weed and make rosin. Does the rosin taste bad, bud? 
Mike, if you make rosin from bad weed, does it taste bad? Yes. Uh-huh. So you <laughs> are getting waxes. I think you're getting some uh, no matter what, but I think part of what's happening is you're seeing the separation speed is very different. Right. And that's anytime you heat it to a different temperature, the way it separates is going to be different. And so part of what the rosin is doing is it's separating the oil faster than the wax. I see. So the wax hasn't hasn't melted out. The oils melt. It's it's melting the wax enough to release the oils, and not like melting the wax that's, off. It's that's just my breaching best the guess. wall. Yeah. Chocolate is really good. I would like to taste look some at, chocolate. Look at, look at, look at yeah, his eyes. <laughs> my my eyes were the same just so a second ago. Right now. It got me. I, I have a tolerance. It got as me. As tall as me. And <laughs> it, just smoking outside the normal gardens, I smoke out of just. Fucks me! Holy shit! That's Pike good. is destroyed. I'm actually going to save that for later. Very then. super unique. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to try flavor. one with it looking like that. Like, that's awesome. Tapping <laughs> Adam too. Um, kid, is there anything we can do on Skype? Can we make just my mic work? No, because Adam took so smoke the chocolate. It's really strange. Like I, I have it. I'm not going to explain it. Only Adam's mic works. Okay. But for why it's Skype, I, Oops, I don't know. No. It's, it's on Skype's end, so there's nothing I can do about it. Just what they There's allow. no setting in the Skype side? I, I ha- again, if you would like me to explain it, but then you're just going to be like, oh, you're explaining shit. I'm just trying so to fill time. No one can hear you anyway. No one can hear you anyway. Only Adam's mic works, otherwise you're going to give me shit for trying to explain shit. So well, right now, only my mic works, or what? No, no, right. on Skype. If oh, the, on I Skype. want the kid so. to dab the chocolate, and then I want him to tell me why. Why his eyes are so watery. No, why only Adam's mic works. Exhale through your nose, buddy. He's like, no yeah, big deal. No oh, big deal. No Call big Skype. I don't fucking know. There you go. Call Skype. <laughs> that really works. They love to pick the phone up at Skype and answer lots of questions. Is there like an operator on Skype? Can oh, you like dial so zero on Skype and be like, hello, Skype? <laughs> I did get to smoke Giddy Up Century yesterday. What would you think of that? It was it was pretty wonderful. It was like a white wax. A saw strawberry a picture of it. banana. Strawberry, strawberry banana, banana, dude. Yeah. You, Strawberry banana. I've been pushing the, the strawberry banana. Is it, uh, <laughs> I know like three strawberry. Oh, the kid, bananas. the kid's going down. Look, the kid. I've been the pushing. Kid. I've been pushing. Oh, your eyes. Look at him. So, kid, tell me what's wrong with Skype. So, so I pull up Skype. Talking to the mic, kid. And I go to our you audio know? options, right? Right. Hey, everyone, so, listen. <laughs> it says microphone, which is what you guys are speaking into. Line in one two audio box eighteen eighteen, which is what we're using here. Right. But for some reason, it only picks up signal from his microphone. Am I definitely yours. sending to one two? Absolutely, you are. You are two. Okay. Your mic is two. So you are two D two. Maybe one. it's in presonus. So that uh, TJ's chocolate is. I'm very, very excited bomb. for that. I'm very excited. Very for that. bomb. Thank good job there. It gets two bikes good up. Good job, TJ. Two bikes up. Two bikes up. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! It gets two. Yeah. Um. Just tattoo a beard on Ryan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. Now, that's the way. First, you're going to knock him out, and then we're going to tattoo him. We're going to hit him. You're going to yeah. dab all the chocolate you want. Yeah, keep dabbing. So where am I <laughs> Where am I getting this tattoo? Can we figure that out? Where the on your location body? or where on your body? Where on my body? Oh, we already said, didn't you say pelvic? Didn't you say pelvic tattoo? Right? That was always a good one. <laughs> I thought it was pelvic or tramp stamp. No, it's a tramp yeah, stamp. Yeah, tramp stamp. Sure. Tramp stamp, a flag. I think well, a flag. Your tra- tattoo g- ideas of me getting a tattoo dreams are shot. Okay, fuck. you tell me where then. Um, Chicks love guys with tramp stamps. Yeah, it's totally in now. 
Oh, oh Matt Ryan <laughs> called knees. He called knees. Knees. There you go. Oh, those aren't knee? those aren't painful oh, at all. Or knees, one knees, 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 knees. It just depends on what it's gonna say. Like if it's gonna be something ridiculous, it's not gonna be words. It's going to be a picture. Be? I don't know. He has a surprise for you, Gooch. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Everybody's going to get all this. I will get a tattoo, but I'm only going to do it to to know what I'm getting. First. Pussy. And I accept a lot. I just want to know I'm, what it no, is. No, I've noticed your standards are low. You have to. <laughs> I have to make sure. Ryan has sure, mountains a, tattooed behind each ear. And I have a Pokemon. And he has a Pokemon. That's true. I love my Pokemon. But I, I do need to make sure that I'm not putting, like, dicks on my knees and shit, you know? It may involve dicks. It involves <laughs> Matt Ryan. You do. Dicks on my knees. Yeah. Maybe some dicks people never forget. Yeah. Sounds Those good. dicks will get you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just yeah, don't want dicks on You can, tell those, you can, you can say you have dicks like, in plural. They'll be like, what? There, there's a guy who got breast implants on a bed. He had to keep them for a year for $100,000, and he said he got more ass that year. He didn't take him out after the bet was over. That's how much it worked for him. Wow. Yeah, more dude ass wow. probably. Why would why would girls want to go for a? Oh yeah, I mean maybe like lesbian chicks maybe. I, I gotta find. <laughs> I guess it could work. They're like in training. They're lesbian chicks in training. In training. Yeah, they're just yeah, they're, they're training. curious. Yeah, they want to know how it feels, but not quite. <laughs> all the yeah. way. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, oh, like yeah. I said, I'm I'm all in for tattoos. Knee tattoo. Uh, knee tattoos are fine. It just need to make sure that it's acceptable. Right. It says you can choose the tattoo. You just can't choose the quality. <laughs> nice. God damn it. <laughs> no, 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 no. So this is all these two <laughs> things are being. It sounds like way. it sounds like jackass when they try to go in the jeep when they did the tattoo. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm yeah. expecting. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those deals. In the so mosh pit, you have to let yeah. Matt give so you a tattoo in the mosh pit I'm at gonna, Murphy's Law. I will come yeah. up with a couple ideas. Yeah. And we can. He's go good, though. He's good. <laughs> oh, I mean, Jesus you can look Christ. on his what Facebook. He's good. Oh, great. In the mosh pit. Tattoo in the mosh pit at Murphy's Law. No. Yes, that's yeah. way better than a Jeep. So. Oh, back to Matt it. Riot quotes and will cite you the episode when you yourself said, <laughs> quote, I don't care if it's bad. <coughs> he's, don't worry. He's going to link us to the exact. Matt, can you send me a link? Of the episode with the time mark of when the kid said, quote, I don't care if it's bad. Thanks, short for that one. So is that Tange or Tangy? Tangy. Tangy. Yes, sir. Sun growing. I know that was indoor. I don't care if it's bad. If okay, okay. A location that it's not seen by the general public. The general public doesn't see your knee. <coughs> when I wear shorts, they do. What about the knee pit? That's why it's oh, going to no, be... That hurts like a bitch. Well, that's why we said tramp stamps. <laughs> general public doesn't <laughs> see your lower back. No, they will when he's on his bike. Oh, yeah, yeah. He sold it. He sold it. That'd Did be you really sell it to a girl too. or you sold it to a boy? <laughs> you sold... Yeah. You bought it from someone who was going to sell it to a girl and then you sold it to a girl. <laughs> um, where, where, where's the part of your body? You want him to do it on your dick? Pelvis? <laughs> no. Pel- pelvis? Pel- pelvis, that's a g- girl's... Love. Barber pole. Barber pole. <laughs> Alright, if it's something What's stupid... If it's a unicorn, it can definitely go... something stupid bad, you're like putting it on my foot, or like... Your tongue? A squirrel <laughs> running on one leg and running down the other leg with two nuts in his mouth. <laughs> Tattooed on your eyelids. Why don't we... Eyes why on why your don't eyelids. We just draw, why don't we just put camels on my toes? 
where you just constantly <laughs> say that I have camel toe. I like that one. That's a good one. We'll do that. But they got to be like the Marlboro or the Camel Camel with like the cigarette coming out of his mouth. Like be a little top of your foot? That's Joe Camel. <laughs> no, <laughs> Joe right, Camel. Right well, you each, do top of your foot. Right on each toe knuckle. Top yeah. of your foot is what? <coughs> what? <coughs> if it's the top of my foot, it's got to be the either the skull with the beard or a flag. No, what? You're not putting dicks on me, dude. Just get it out of your head. Don't. You're not tattooing dicks on me. You you get to pick the tattoo. You don't care how bad it is. Is what riots and what is the condition? As long as he's not purposely pride flag, fucking me up. Pride. That's not a dick. Plus, <laughs> people know you're open minded. I have no cannabis related tattoos. So Matt Ride, if you want to be the first person Matt, to brand me with like a cannabis leaf or something. Like everyone else has. Cannabis related yeah, you thing. Don't why don't you jump on the train tattoo. right well, now? No, but that's why I'll put it somewhere that's not like I don't have to make Why don't make it you get like something cool? Why don't you just not get a tattoo cool? then? This is like too much well, of an effort. Because I already <laughs> promised Matt that I'd let him give me a random tattoo. All right, all right, all right. Let's go. I saw Matt slap his leg and then tattoo that the the, the mark. So <laughs> why don't we just let him smack you and then tattoo? Smack two. Right in the it's face. Smack two. Well, I don't... Well, I want to expand on that idea, but yeah, we're going to do something about that. We're going to make that You're going to have a girl smack your ass, no, and then you're going to hear like, And then it's going to be actually <laughs> that right. We should, we should take a dab <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and dab it. Drop the dab on him and let it splatter, and then Matt can tattoo the splatter. How about a D-nail branding? That's what I was going to say. Like, I got right here. You can brand me with a fucking nail. I, I can do it right now. This is hot. Yeah, we, I'm ready to go. No. He's done it before. <laughs> but no, I think a tattoo will be good. We'll, we'll figure something out. With All, right. All right. So That's I just heard from Jim Fair. I want to figure out the Skype because I got Jim and Mark ready to go. All we have to do is unplug their microphone. And then, and then you'll, they'll be able, we'll be, I'll be able to talk? Everybody will be able to talk except for this mic. Perfect. Let's do that. Poor Tanner. You want, do you to want talk some so music to play? No, nope, just give me a minute. Just keep chatting. All right, so they'll be able to hear us this whole time. Right on. Jim, 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 Mark, 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 Mark. Are they, are they listening? They're listening, ready listening, to listening, go. Listening. Listening. Good, good, well, Jim's good, ready good. in half an hour. Notice how we... So I'll bring Mark on now. Let me hit up Mr. Sheldon. No, no, no. <laughs> Broadcast. Disconnect. Broadcast ended. Not really broadcast ended. Yeah, why didn't you talk <coughs> you about that, me, Don, dude. in the news? Oh, the news why news. come I didn't get a picture? Everyone else got a picture? What's that? I got, um, I got a picture. The kid got a picture. Look, I didn't get a picture. doesn't look picture, bad. What, what did I get a picture of? I thought you said it scared, it scared you. What did? No, nothing. Nothing. No, you, no. <laughs> that's not nothing, dude. <laughs> that's like, that's like, oh, hey, hey, let me, I have something to tell you. Wait, wait, ah, uh, never mind. What? What <laughs> the fuck were you going to tell me? Did you just, no, did you just say that, that oh, he, Adam happened, sent you a dude? picture that scared you? No. What'd okay. You do? Oh, it doesn't look that bad. Overshot. Overshot. <laughs> overshot a jump? Or like, what did you kinda, do? Kind of, kind of. It was like, as, well, the classic thing is it's on a dirt road, so dirt roads are always fun. Whenever I hit a dirt road, I just go nuts. You know what I mean? That's like, spend my way. If, if, if there's nobody in the car, I'll go super nuts. I had my business partner in the car, so I went half nuts. But I was pay- wasn't paying attention because I was we're in the middle of conversation, and when there was like, were you not talking about how you have to go nuts on a dirt road at pretty the much. time? Oh yeah, you, the, the, always <laughs> the last thing you say is how cool it is, or how, oh yeah, and then you go, oh shit, yeah, we did one of those. It was basically a split. And it's a it's a spot where I've, everybody's kind of <laughs> you come around it, and you almost every time you get like whoa, what's that? It's like a no warning 
drop into a field and basically I always would drive by and go, I know that field's full of car parts. And then there, there I was in the middle of the field with my car all broken up in parts and like, oh shit, now I'm the car in the middle of the field. It's a classic. <laughs> and then two minutes later, a girl drives up and she's like, you okay? And I'm like, uh, yeah. She's like, oh, I've crashed in that spot twice myself. I'm like, oh man, it's the spot, you know. But I was, but I was boogieing. I was doing about sixty when I hit so, that. So when I hit that. <laughs> oh yeah, I was moving. I was like, I, I remember gunning it as I hit the top of the ridge. Like, yeah, this is great. Whoops, wrong ridge. And uh, yeah, anyway, whoops. Nobody got nobody got really hurt. Doug got a little. Little banged up. But. So Adam tried to kill his business partner. Yeah, you know. So keep your eye out if you're my partner, mm-hmm. Mitch. We'll go for a ride out to the field. Let me show you how to drive yeah. fast. You want to go down to the farm? Hey, come down to the farm. Come oh, on down. okay. It's gonna be awesome down at the farm. Let's mm-hmm. drive really fast. But it was a, uh, you know, it was luckily nobody was really hurt. So car got a little bit so trashed. Weirdest fun. part is that weirdest part is that you know how it is too. You kind of curse yourself because I was all. Man, I need to get a new car soon. This thing's getting a little bit beat. Everything was just starting out. I was wondering why I didn't see the car, and you're like, "Yeah, come buy the house." And I didn't want to be like, "Where's, where's the car, dude?" But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that's here's the car. Safe, man. Here's the car. So how are we doing on Skype? Uh, we should we should be good to go. Right on. Well then, uh, Jim will be ready in about half an hour. We'll bring Mark on right now. Oh, we're ready for ya. <coughs> should be should be good. And texting him the number. <laughs> All right, Mark's going to call in about 15 minutes, he says. He's on the call right now. Um, so, let's talk to uh, Now that the studio mics are off and we can't talk to him anymore. Uh, no, that mic works. That mic? Okay, you want to share bikes, Mike? Bikes, Mike. Bikes, Mike. Bikes, Mike. Bikes, Mike. Everybody's on bikes, Mike. Bike, are you ready? To- oh, I know what I want to talk about. I heard that someone's a budding little stand-up comedian. Oh, yeah, let's you try some shtick. No, no yeah. that's not the kid. The, you know, just the things have been switched around so poorly. And I know it's all Kyle. God damn you, Kyle. I told you. He always, and he always does that shit, whether it's fucking signing me up for fucking emails in stores. So when he goes to stores, then I get fucking emails from these places <laughs> and from my email. And I was like, I do that. You know, have you shopped at Tilly's? He was like, oh, yeah, I was there last week. I used your email. I was like, oh, great. So, uh, but no, he, he uh, oh. yeah, he, he exaggerates. No, I just think it's funny. I think that is, it wouldn't be hard to do stand-up comedy. You got it. Can you give me an example? What you, you can't just give an example. Like you have to write. There's, I'm not an it, improv person. You have to write. Material. Do you have anything written? No, that's what I'm saying. Like so I, how I do you feel know like it's if easy. we started writing things down, it would be easy. Did you not pr- propose some bits to Kyle? No. About your life with Brett? No. <clears throat> well, with that, that that was a while ago. That was like a year ago. That would have been funny. Tell me. But but I don't even remember what they were. Oh. To be completely honest with you, um, but uh, the, you know, I and mean, that would have to be tough too because like, how do you not offend people in comedy? That's half the point. Yeah, I mean, that that's, is that is do, that's right? okay. I give you permission. You I'm going to give right? you five minutes till Mark is available, and you can you can offend whoever you want. I don't offend anybody. I don't like, I don't or I, I'm sorry, you not not whoever you, do you anyway. want. You do anyway. You do anyway. I don't, why do I offend? No, I see. Yeah. If, if it's not make us laugh racist, at someone else's expense. Do it. Be funny. Be funny. No, I don't like making people feel bad. Everybody thinks I'm mean. No, make me feel happy by by making me laugh. I'm going to continue to do this stuff. And you guys. All right, so not maybe partner. someone's not a budding little. Someone's comedian. on the coward list. No, 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 no. budding comedian here. Thanks, Kyle. 
We were, I thought you were going to go do like a, a open mic night. No, I, see, that's but not we, the but case. We do, hey, but we do have a job. I for said him that it the, would be uh, it, it would be fun to do that, bar, but you so. can't yeah. just like be like oh, okay, let's go right now. It's like well, uh, no, I'd have to sit and if make you're funny. You can, but, but that's not true. Think about all the comedians out there today that are really not funny. Aziz Ansari literally just repeats stories that have happened in his life with funny emphasis on certain words, and he makes shit ton of money. Like how? I'm not familiar. You can give me you an example. You are so familiar with Aziz Ansari. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, all right. Will you do some comedy while uh, Matt Riot is tattooing sure. you? Yes. There you go. All right. Mark should it be will ready be for a us comedy. in just a few minutes. It will be a comedy. It will be a comedy. So let's talk about the implications for cultivation in the new concentrate industry, right? Like with the New York laws, for example, where the orange juice market, as we call it, mm-hmm. you don't even have to grow good herb. You just have to grow a bunch of it and extract it and recombine it pretty much. And what is their numbers game over there? Plant numbers. Bez- uh, I think it's all you can grow. I didn't see any numbers. <laughs> so they've gone completely. <laughs> grow. It's funny. So it's like they have completely. That's the only thing that's probably logical because you're going to have to. Well, if there's only five people who can do it, you can't really cap them. Exactly. So it'd be, I mean, that would have been funny if they tried to go, like, you can only have a thousand plants, and you're like, okay, so five, or like one million people into a thousand plants. It's not much. Yeah. So, no, it's, it's I think as much as they can grow. But, because uh, they have to have the one-year supply for every patient, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's that's a totally <laughs> different methodology. You know, the people we consider great growers now, uh, it wouldn't even be worth hiring them. It's just worth hiring some, like, kid who's going to water the soil and grow the plant so so how many how many plants i get so if you took one dispensary how many plants do you think that dispensary is going to grow at a time well we're just saying it's unlimited so i'm sure they're going to be talking starting at a hundred thousand square foot okay. just so then like do just they to, have to do just to start and then you greenhouses i hope lined up for miles because it's going to be do they ridiculous. have to do what we the have to do over here and, so do they essentially have to have their facilities completely set up and ready to go into business essentially the next day before they can even get approved for a license? Well, they have six months till they have, till they are operating. Right. So pretty much. So, but they have to essentially have a, yeah, a fully functional well, no, facility ready to go you if you're going to have to do all that in six no, months. No, because you don't even have to have the real estate. You could put a $2 million real estate bond with the state. So. You don't have to have a property or a lease or anything like that. Just have, have that have money, have obviously. Yeah, 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 just money. They they trust that you'll figure it out. Okay. But it's going to be crazy, the amount of uh, rapid growth that's going to be going on there. And at the same time, when you try to do stuff like that, you make huge mistakes. So it's going to be like, oh, it's wow. It's a whole new learning it's curve. It's the biggest mistake ever made in Canada's growing. But now on our side, like dude, we're, we're growing concentrates. We're growing for recreational concentrates increasingly where flavor Totally matter, you know, like when you're when it's something that you're just gonna separate, recombine, well, mix around, put in a pill. Flavor doesn't matter. Yeah, they're gonna. Well, they're gonna have. Uh, that's gonna make people really want the flavor. Then you know what I mean. So it's gonna create the probably the strongest black market ever of flowers in New York. There's gonna be a black market for terps. It just, but just think about the flower market too. It's like it's such a dumb thing because it doesn't stop any of the importation into New York of. All the weed from Cali that's coming there right now. There's a lot of good growers in upstate New York. Yeah, yeah, there there's, a lot, there's a lot of great weed up there. There always will be. Well, hopefully, a couple of them come on board and make something good out of the out of their whole situation. You know, if they only had five centers, I don't know who. The, you know, it's going to be amazing to see because obviously the five centers are going to have multiple subs out of that. So it's like it's going to be. It's one know. cultivation facility though. What? Just to give you an idea, <laughs> it's I know multiple he, retail places, but one. 
That's mega cultivation. I know ridiculous. a large grow here for about forty four thousand square feet, and they can put, take down six hundred pounds a month. Okay, um, but I also know uh, a grow that's a little bit smaller and just a little smaller, just under forty, and they do half that. They only do three hundred a month. So. The point being, the point being is, can you imagine how big the facility would have to be to oh, supply yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, state yeah, of New York? Yeah, yeah. Massive, massive, massive. Well, there'll be five big centers, right? There'll be five giganto facilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Johnson Johnson style facility. They're going to have to put solar panels on the whole New York State Thruway just to power, power that. Yeah, they're just going to have to like turn down the well, plus, like the city at night, they'll just like... Sure, yeah. Well, plus, when you think about it, though, too, just like, you know, it's not like the easiest place to do anything when it comes to no. the weather and the combination of just dealing with the power grid and all that stuff. It's like, it's such a... The plumbing's all like 200 years old. Well, it's definitely not, it's not ready for this kind of uh, massive agriculture infrastructure. Shock. I don't think at all. It's like, yeah, it's going to be like a shock to the system where it's like, whoop. I mean, some of those. I mean, what, what are you raising your finger oh, over? No, 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 are you finish what you're saying? So you finish the conversation. It that just you're means saying. he's going to talk it next. Just shows that no. when you're finished, I, I had a comment. Yeah, you were getting edgy. Over there. I wasn't getting. I was sitting there right like this. So basically, the problem I see is that when I, when I look at like how bad the bridges are upkept and you know, <laughs> East Coast, like East Coast scares me sometimes when I'm there. Just like I'll, I'll go hang out in a spot I used to go to and. See, like, they haven't done shit to this Dude, place. Dude, a building collapsed last week. Well, like, a building collapsed. Buildings don't collapse. No, so I mean, take care like, of buildings. There's, like, some, you know, like, I would literally, in, in, in Rhode Island, I'd see bolts fall off this bridge because I live right next to it. And the truck would go over and chunks would fall off and stuff. I'd be like, oh, my God, this is fucking unbelievable. They ended up rebuilding it, obviously. But there was times when they were just like, whatever, you know, and as you drove over it, it was just like, Bruh. But I'm not even talking about New York specifically. I'm just talking about, like, the way that the market demands you have your concentrates mm-hmm. is going to demand how you want to grow for that market. Like Dave Malone from Green Dot, the way he grows, it's it's all about terps and cannabinoids. That's all he he cares about. He doesn't he doesn't really care how the flower looks. It's just how how does it taste? What ratio does it have? How does it blast? Uh, and that's obviously yeah. the opposite of where it's going to be some other places. I mean, it's hard to change your. I mean, if you've been growing for flour forever, and, it, and like all of a sudden you're growing for concentrate, and it's kind of like when you watch people who are used to hand trimming, and then all of a sudden they're sitting in front of a of a twister with a bunch of people, and you're like, "Don't even! What are you even looking at it for? Just like throw it in the fucking thing!" You know, I mean, the guy's like starts trimming it, and you're like looking. No, no, you just you buck it off the thing and throw it over there. I mean, they have to change their ways. Of looking at growing it. for concentrates, you just like grow the plant and growing for concentrates. I mean, if you're going to sit, you know, no one's going to sit around and hand trim. No one's going to do any of that. It's going to be taking off the big leaves, throwing the thing in freezers, and just fucking having massive freezer rooms, hang them up <laughs> like fucking meat, and just go for it. You know, just lock them up, go for the next ones, and just keep stuffing them in because no one's going to want to waste time doing all the work we do normally to make these things preserved. What you think, Holly? I'm just envisioning a huge industry of. Frozen locker rooms full of weed waiting to be processed. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I, I, don't think, think I think you just leave it on the plant. I think there's no reason to take it off the plant. I think you're just going to get used to the you're just stems. Just going to cut big ass plants, families. hook them up, and fucking drag them over to the thing, drop them into a nitrogen bath or something, and make them frozen and stick them in the locker and just be like, next, fucking next. You know what I mean? And just store those bitches and something's coming. Because the volume is going to be too much. I mean, once you have yes. 2,000 pounds or, two th- you know, you know, 10,000 pounds, 20,000 pounds, it's like 
it's funny when you take it down a room and you realize how little it, room it takes to dry it sometimes. Right. But when you're trying to do fresh frozen and everybody wants to do it quickly, then it's going to take up some just some room in general. This stuff's not, you know, it's like we we're actually getting into the real market where we can harvest it, process it, and have it out the door in like three days. You know what I mean? Which is was unheard of before because right. it was always about drying it right. and timing, and that's where the backup always was. So you know, kind of a, we're kind of in a weird position where we could. You know, you could envision it a lot better now, but it's not pretty. It's kind of like, no, oh, there goes all the factory. There goes all the fun carrying. because you're not going to do small. There's no five pound runs, and you know. I think there will still be that craft. Small oh, there will batch be, market. but I'm saying not in those industry sizes. No. They're not going to have a room full. Not of when you can only have five with places. a bunch of monkeys running around <laughs> turning knobs and shit. They're going to be um, like, bomb. So what? Do, what do you guys think? Do you think uh, there's a difference in flowers between? organics and well that tj totally. shit is totally organic and that turned totally. out pretty good the chat room saying synthetics are better for extractions i don't know i i, I used to i used to no wait actually no, that one this mic this one. give him kids mic kids i mic. used to Still i used to kids. think that too i've always you know done you know other uh fertigation chemical fertilizer stuff like that you know just to have a cleaner extract but you know stuff that i've been extracting from oregon and you know the west coast style everything's or bottless organics you know, everything from the soil. There's a lot more organic matter being sprayed on those plants. And, I mean, the, like some of this blue is, you know, I get 30% yields pretty consistently on it, and it's, you know, just littles and small buds that, you know, you chopped his tops, and, you know, we extracted the rest. And I haven't noticed too big of a difference. I, my color's there. You know, I feel like it just depends, you know, how heavy you're spraying and how far you are in a flower. Well, yeah, anything like that. And just organic, though, in general, I think uh – as far as flavor, there's no way you're going to compare the two because synthetic always produces a better, maybe visual product and, and sometimes better weight, better things like that. But when it comes to the final, like, vapor off of it and the real terps and stuff, that's, that's organic all the way, in my opinion. You know? mm-hmm. in, I don't know. See, it's, it's, I've, I've heard, you know, both worlds, too. So, <laughs> Oh, there's some people who swear by it, but, I mean, at the same time, it's, it's uh, taking – you're really taking whatever bottle you're buying or whatever product you're working with and you're definitely tailoring the flavor of your product with that without knowing it because right know, with synthetics there's a signature flavor to every exactly line. like house and garden i mean come on like it's so obvious botanicare people go people give it to you and you're like oh it looks oh you got a huge weight and then you're right right away you're registering like which which things they if they say they got a lower weight you know they might not use it but if they use it they go, oh they got a good weight and then you look at it, it looks beautiful smells sort of familiar and then when you burn it leaves a lot more uh black ash because it's from just cheaper stuff and then it all kind of comes out of them and wash at the end it's like oof and then you're like uh i know that flavor you know <laughs> not a big fan because in holland that's all everybody uses because it's cheap they're just right and i think that's the problem with big grows now, do you, do you feel that that the that signature flavor carries to non-solvent hash sure yeah, like in dry sift, you, you have botanicare flavor dry sift happens. Well, it's less, it's less <laughs> apparent, but it's going to be more in the, in the kind of like because you know the thing is in Holland everybody would do, um, I mean it's mostly water hash, but there was still dry sift going on. Or and water it, hash, and but it do you think all it, pretty much tastes the same? It's like oh, tastes just like hash. It not even like hash. It was like this kind of like the sub sub quality hash. You know what I mean? And it was just like this weird, like. Didn't nothing stood out, you know what I mean? It didn't matter what you grew, it all seemed to have like because everybody over there grew mostly the same stuff, so it was mostly power plant, 
Um, but the amnesia had a better flavor, but still, when you make the hash, it like lost all of that hazy sort that of vibe. Came, that all came out. It of all the went right into that. So, like, eh, Dutch hash. Mm. Yeah, and also because of the temperatures over there, most people didn't keep them as cold as they should because everybody lives in these small places and they don't have enough ice. It's not like no one's thinking and does. Like there were a few people over there that actually did, and those guys, it was literally two guys who ran most of the hash for most of the people over there, and it was like so obvious that they knew what they were doing and they kept their temperatures. That's all they said it was just it's all about the temperature, you know. And it was fifteen years ago or something like yeah. that, so had nothing changes. <laughs> it's the same in all the. Pretty much in everything, colder is better uh, until proven otherwise. I mean, obviously, from heat, you need, you need heat to move shit around, but you definitely don't need it to preserve as anything. little as necessary. Yeah, so yeah. that's my my. So, goal. Um, I guess that leads to the question: like, is it because uh, it's a good segue? <coughs> segue, 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 segue. The old why is it called non-solvent or solventless trademark? Uh, because "quote unquote" water is a solvent, right? Uh, the universal, the universal solvent. So we got to go. In. I got into some stupid arguing about this this weekend, like stupid. Back east? No, on Facebook. Well, I was back east. Like someone was like, "Oh, water's a universal solvent," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not even going to say my point yet." But essentially, this one dude was like, "No, water's not a solvent. Things are water soluble." Jeez, look it up. Look. Like, no. And I was like, there's one side of a relationship that's like saying, like, my dad is my mom's husband. And then I'm like, yeah, your mom's your dad's wife. And he's like, no. And like, this is the fucking dumbest thing in the world. Right. Anyway. Love those arguments. So, so stupid. Uh, so, yes, water is a solvent. It is a solvent for some stuff. Mm-hmm. And fats are solvents for some stuff. And the stuff that water is more the it's more the aggressiveness is what we're really all concerned. But about. no, that's a, you don't use water as a solvent in ice water hash making. You don't put the weed in water and soak it and then evaporate the water. Right. That's what you do with a solvent. Mm-hmm. The water is just there to conduct temperature and allow for fluid dynamics. That's it. That's what you use water for. It, it has nothing to do. Stuff does, in fact, evaporate in the water. That's okay. why the water smells dank. Yeah. That's all shit that you end up getting rid of. You're not using it as a solvent in the hash. You can't make hash by soaking weed in water. Matter of fact, if you think that water is a solvent for hash, why don't you take some bud, put it in water, let it sit there for however long you like, and then evaporate that water, and then smoke what you get, because it's not going to be hash. <laughs> yeah. There you go. End of argument. But in general... Uh you know, water water does take out a lot of the terps, uh, and some of them are definitely good. Less ones. if it's cold because there's less chemical energy. There's less energy for oh, the yeah. chemical reactions. When you get all that super rich foam and you're like, ooh, it smells so good. It's kind of like, yeah, there it goes. You know, that's part of it. <laughs> Way to gone. go, terps. You know, yeah. But it does sometimes work with, with the chlorophyll. And but I feel like, if you know what you could do? If you were like, if you spun a washing machine real quick, mm-hmm. and then you took that foam water and got it, like frozen, flash freeze that shit. I think you can preserve terps like a motherfucker that way. And that would be using water as a solvent. That would be for the water-soluble fraction of the terps. There you go. There you go. Created. <laughs> Trademark. Right. Trademarked. Yeah, you need to, like, suck it all up. But every time, I, every time I've had that with certain strains, I've been like, damn, this shit. Because it, it's very... If uh, this hash smells anything like this water, we're going to be in. And, and then it smells like everything but the water. Yeah, it's gone. No, But, no, it has also a real, like... a protein rich feel to it or something it's like slice yeah yeah. and it's got the i mean it's beyond foam it's like that shit 
Velvety. Velvety. Velvety is what it feels like. So every time I'm like, oh, you need to bottle this somehow and do something with it. But But it's fleeting. It's it's like unicorn tears. You got to drink it. Yeah, gone. Drink it. (laughs) Gone. No, I've tried to drink drink it. It's not, doesn't taste as good as it smells. No, exactly. Dab it. Water hash. So we're True so water calling hash. in. We got anybody calling in? What's Mark Sheldon. Let me get Come Mark on, moving. Mark. He's Marky usually, Mark. He's usually more on it than this. He is super on. He's a chemist. Like I said, uh-huh. more, I said more on this. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm no sorry. One, no one called. I didn't pick up on that until after you said it. Yeah. Mark. What's your shirt today? You know, if anyone in here could describe the shirt, you'd pick out four people for bonus points, but three at least. Show it, well, on, the, show it on camera for everyone. It's NWA with Dre in the back, and then who's that on the? Uh, who's that though? Who's, who's the, white, the white guy? It's Bike. The white guy is, is Pete Nice. Oh, Pete Nice. And if you look really close, you can see MC Search right there. Oh, see, I wouldn't have seen. I'd know in the back. Hiding out. In this t- must have been an epic party with Easy E, Dre, Third Base. Who the hell else knows was there? Probably was probably the Grammy Awards back in the day. Show it to the camera. Chairman wants it. The camera can't see that far away. If what? you turn, it can. Let's see. We can see bike. Can you see? Oh, yeah. I can see. <laughs> we can see bike, right? Yeah. Yeah. So bike, where'd you have that shirt made? Was this? Did you have that made? Were you like, oh, you found that picture on the yeah, internet? Yeah, I just said like, it's I my buddy in this. Baltimore who has an epic. Wait, hold on a second, setup. though. Hold on a second. You just, you definitely just saw that picture on the internet. And we're like, I need a shirt of that, right? I found the picture. Sent it, the picture to my buddy in Baltimore, who's got his basement stuffed with printing equipment like you wouldn't believe. Uh, and he sublimated this image onto the shirt. You have one of these shirts. You don't like the feel of it, though. Is that the same space material? I don't. I don't think it is. You tell me. Is that a cotton T-shirt? Because mine's no. not. Mine's like a soccer jersey. It's not quite soccer. There's no Umbros Brothers uh, logo on it. Feel it, it. Feels. I'm not. I'm not going to reach across the table. Don, feel a shirt for me. Does it feel velvety? It looks like the material. The way it hangs looks like. It's like super polyester, it's like yeah. It's like one of those ninety-eight <laughs> cent fucking ninety-eight, uh, ninety-eight cent it's t-shirts that you get hell. at the uh, in India. But they cost two cents when they make them, though. Yeah, sure, and shipping. And after they get here, they're ninety-eight, so they, they kill it. <laughs> it's not hemp, not, not like this. Not hemp. Do you know how we itchy this shirt is? I've had this shirt. What? What's that now? It's hemp's itchy. It is not itchy. I'm not itchy at all. I, I bet, but you're sweaty. You're never sweaty in hemp. I'd rather be. Itchy than well, it's sweaty. wicking. It's Yours itchy. is wi- you're it wicking. Not I'm itchy. not wicking. This no, is probably polyester. Even though he's scratching himself. Right? Oh, he's checking, <laughs> checking my scratch. Am yeah, I itchy? itchy? Let me no. check. It's it gets like little pills on. It's not that smooth. Bike's shirt is yeah, like. You ain't washing yours right, homie, because mine stays nice and. Nice. Maybe mine's too new. Maybe you're just too hairy. Too new. I got the hairiness. I think it's a hairiness conflict. So maybe mine's too old. No. I th- I believe that shirt's that not any older than the other ones. Yeah, I, I have sh- all my shirts are fine. Well, that one's too, that one's from three weeks ago. Yeah, I know, but I have ones that are older than that shirt, and they feel fine. They, they don't. They're Dude, not all of mine. Perfectly. It must be a, it's not compatible. You're hairy though. No, not like not that. <laughs> bike. You got any hemp shirts, bud? I don't. No. Get bike a hemp shirt. See I'll what get him a hemp shirt. <laughs> wow, like that even. We might have figured it well, out. I was just imitating Mitch's get bike a hemp shirt. Yeah, I know. Eventually. Eventually. All one right. Day, Mark Sheldon will be with us. Eventually. Well, he just he Eventually. text you? Can I dab some more chocolate? Come on now. Yeah. Where is he? Where is that man? That, that was, um, I can't take it. So what are we asking him? What's, his, what's our big question for Mark uh, today? Good reaction. What is the difference between rosin and I'm so citrus on a chemical out. level? Yeah. 
What about doing an orange covered chocolate? The lemon chocolate covered orange. See, I don't like those at yeah. Christmas time either. The ones you get a smash. Yeah, you don't no. like that. Yeah, but I like any food that starts with breaking it. <laughs> Except lobster. That's just too much work. Yeah, uh, lemons and and the tangy. I'm done with. You're done with. Yes. Never again. Never. Again. So if, if I can avoid them, which I can't. Do you have PTSD yes. from lemons and tangy? No, it's just too much. Over. <laughs> when the lemon and tangy goes away, it feels like it tastes like an armpit in your mouth. Yeah, it's the stink. That's why it tastes like an yeah. threw up in your mouth. So, did Fa- did Farron go with you to New Jersey? Yeah, Farron's how still was there. The, how was the plane ride? She's great on planes. Yeah. Entertained everybody. Yeah, she just like charms she's a everyone. She's entertainer. Yeah. That's what Nick does. He just entertains. Mm-hmm. It's always good. All right, we're waiting on Mark Sheldon. Ready? Jim's ready to call in four minutes, so Mark might lose his spot. Wow. <laughs> We might do a switch of Uzi. <laughs> I still I thought about it all day. I still wish I knew what Nick was thinking when he uses the word mouse house. Mouse what? house? Yeah. But he, <laughs> Anything small, any small house could be a mouse house. <laughs> Seriously. He's just pointing at the counter like mouse house. Like, no mouse house. <laughs> like, that's funny. What is he saying? <laughs> Whatever it is, it's way beyond That's anything that his fault. head can. Him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, my laptop's down. No, I'm sorry, but never mouse house. Just, uh, yeah, mouse house. Him referring. Oh, we got a call. We got a call. You got a call. You got a call. Mouse house. <laughs> is this Mr. Sheldon? Doctor Sheldon? Yes, sir. How you guys doing? Good, man. Welcome aboard. We were worried about you. We were. Okay, we got questions for you, Mark. You got answers? Yeah, I got answers for anything. Okay, buddy. What's the, <laughs> Okay, so so rosin and shatter look the same, but they're not the same thing, right? Oh, jeez. Oh, do I, I always know, ask so, you the hard questions? Okay, so let's see. So where so so where did this the discussion what what where did this come up in the context of discussion? It came up with rosin and shatter. Why they look different? Well, no, no, no. We're talking about like Bike was talking about have you tried rosin? No, look at Bike's face right now. <laughs> ate some chocolate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Bike was talking about oh, have you tried rosin? What does it taste like? And we just start comparing rosin and shatter as a as a product. So now I want to know what's the, what what is the difference in them? Well, okay, so if the difference is basically the way that they've been isolated, right? And so by rosin, you're talking about this technique where you're using heat to yeah, sort heat of press. drive mm-hmm. the essential fill away from the bud material or away from the hash. Yeah, you're kind of like sweating it out, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The way we kind of thought about this on Hash Church was that we were actually doing a steam distillation because there is trace amounts. Of water and that bicycle, that would explain plant. why it Even doesn't on dry work. Plant, there's still trace amounts of water. That explains why we have and more trouble with it in Colorado. You were saying because the buds dry. I don't know if anyone yeah, else is. Well, that, that's that my experience. Really, I, you know, I really do think that moisture content in the bud or in the hash makes a real big difference so on how efficient you want to call the it rosin method may micro, or may not be. Micro vessel well, what you're doing is steam you're, distillation. You're, you're, you're heating it up beyond its. Um, boiling point, and now that this creates essentially what's called an azeotrope with the higher boiling terpenes, and so you're going to start removing those from the plant because 
you're essentially doing a what I guess I could call a flash distillation of the essential oils and remaining moisture of the plant onto the uh, surface of the parchment. Interesting. So that being said, and given that that sounds like something that you can describe in real chemistry terms, then wasn't actually something invented by stoners. Is there a more efficient way of doing it, like in an industrial process that is used in industrial processes? Well, it's interesting because it's it's again it's you think of it like a self-extracting method because you're using the oils and the moisture from the plant to extract itself. So, so that, couldn't you just like put them in, in a hot room and sweat them out? Re- requiring the use of a volatile, flammable solvent, as in uh, butane, or in a uh, a situation like supercritical CO2 where you need you know investment of uh, pipes that can hold uh, you know a large amount of pressure. Uh, you're talking about something that's relatively um, simple to carry out. Uh, so it is going to have an impact, I think, on the isolation of cannabis concentrates. I'd be real curious to see what your listeners and other people think about taste and flavor, because, again, you are heating up the terpenes, albeit just for a brief period of time, but it would be interesting to compare a taste of a really tasty BHO versus a rosin made from the same material. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's, we just introduced another caller to the line. Is that Jim? Yes, Jim. All right, we have Mark Shelton hey, and Jim, Jim. Fair on the line. Hey, Excellent. how y'all Jim. doing today? Now we got a chemistry show. <laughs> hey, Jim, how you doing? I'm doing well. Who's this? This is Mark Sheldon. Jim, how are hey, you? Hey, Mark, how you doing, brother? Hey, I'm still trying to get the image of you doing granny out of my head. <laughs> hey, man. She's my age now. Yeah, exactly. She's finally old enough for me to tap. <laughs> yeah, hey, Jim, you know, that actually it's, a, it's probably a really good thing to let the listeners know what Granny is or who Granny is and, 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 and all the literature that exists. It's a really it's a great compendium of knowledge there. Oh, dude, I talk about Granny Stormcrow all the time. That's like my number oh, one yeah. resource for information. Yeah, yeah, she's well-known, uh, Stormcrow's been around for a really long time. Uh, it started out as kind of a, just a an idea, and uh, it was put together. Uh, basically, what you're talking about here is a, is kind of a a general list of everything that cannabis afflictions, diseases, that sort of thing that cannabis is effective on, and. Uh, it's been it's been a go-to for uh, a long time for those of us who are trying to make this work as a medicine. Uh, and and it's back been a, in the days of Overgrow and Cannabis World. That was that was the go-to document. And it's been uh, it's been a serious resource for uh, us as activists as well to have a compendium of studies to point to. And for, and for people who don't haven't seen it, it's like a thousand-page document just listing. And linking the studies now it's like three thousand page documents broken down by topic and yeah it, it yeah, doesn't even it, have uh, the studies in there if you were to print the studies it would be i can't even imagine uh i i got involved with with helping put the original together then i took on a task that it quickly proved to be just way too much for a single human being to ever even attempt and that was to try to order all these different diseases into a Oh, uh, 
yeah, kind of a, a general system group, and then cross uh, cross reference that general system group like neurological, uh, endocrine, uh, whatever, uh, and cross reference that with a uh, you know a kind of a general uh, cannabinoid ratio or something. Yeah, like yeah. It was a, this is real primitive stuff back in the in the in the the late nineties. Uh, generally trying to link a uh, strain or cannabis effect to the to the system being uh, being addressed mm. and uh, that's when yeah. I realized that you know hey we need supercomputers and teams of interns on this whole thing uh, uh, hopefully we'll one get guy soon, working but... <laughs> working off of a off of a 1990s version computer trying to do it in a word program just wasn't going to cut it nah. <laughs> So yeah. uh, I want to bring you in on the topic for today, buddy, because uh, all right, you're the you're the expert. We're talking about the evolving hash industry. We're talking about the you know not only the trendy products, your your holy water, your rosin. We're kind of talking about chemically what's different with them, how what that means on an industrial scale when you're starting to produce with tens of thousands of pounds and eventually tons of overage. Uh, what what does this look like, and how different is it from what we're doing today? Well, on an industrial scale, uh, things actually become a little bit easier. Um, you start dealing with things in amounts that are easily handled. Um, you're not dealing with little tiny vials of terpenes that have been painstakingly, you know, hydro distilled or, or painstakingly collected from a cold trap, uh, you know, and you're getting, you know, little tiny, you know, maybe five mils at a time or... You know, in some cases, maybe more, uh, but it's all very dependent on volume. Uh, terpenes exist in relatively low percentage, and recovery of them is relatively low uh, until you start applying real industrial techniques to things, and then you start to get into, you know, viable economic numbers. Uh, there's a reason why uh, uh, the fragrance industry is pretty well dominated by large players, and there isn't a whole like cottage industry of people who grow a lot of roses and make rose oil. And, and it's because uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a scale oriented uh, extraction. Uh, when you go to get these terpenes out to like say you're making holy oil, <laughs> holy water, or you're making say uh, an enhanced terpene extract, um, if you're working with fifteen hundred pounds. It's a heck of a lot easier than if you're working with 150 pounds. Right, that makes sense. You just you just have a a lot more to work with and a lot more. So you know, on a level of scale, uh, things get easier. Uh, but then, according accordingly, <clears throat> in order to scale, things get more expensive. So you know, you've got like a uh, intersecting graft. Uh, at a certain point, you have an intersection where things actually make money. You know, where you're not over the top on your amount and you're not over the top on your what you can sell your product for well we'll, we'll leave that that's like a demand curve i think that's we'll leave that to the the economists but, yeah it's it's a, it's it's an economical thing as as to what the scale you need to, in order to make a buck so um, let's uh let's talk about uh, the same question i just asked mark okay so like and this was the the very lay question that bike and i were discussing before the show like 
we're seeing slabs of rosin. It looks like shatter. We know it's not. Mm -hmm. It doesn't taste like shatter. And I know that the best chemical detectors in my body are in my mouth and my nose. So I know it's not the same thing. So what's the difference? Uh, The difference is probably the fact that the terpenes have been cooked out by the T-shirt press that rosin's made in. Interesting. Probably not entirely cooked out, right, Jim? I mean, there's probably no, some no, no. I mean, I mean, you get a certain amount of like hydrogen bonding with the with the simple terpenes, and they'll persist for. I mean, they can be relatively persistent. They, they don't right. So they don't completely evacuate the terpenes until you you put it through several different processes, and you know, and even still, you're going to there the sesquiterpenes are just. You know, until you get into chromatography, they're just part of the part of the program. Yeah. So the most <clears throat> fragile terpenes and the most volatile terpenes are definitely going to be affected by this process. That oh yeah, definitely. Mean, that doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to taste good. It could still taste great because you're you're just you're you're putting a thermal history into the rosin product that you're just not doing uh with the bho unless you're heating up to your bho during your purge now i think a lot of people have tasted rosin that tastes kind of popcorny right bike was that yeah. what people are saying you, t- you tell yeah, me yeah that's you, what it tasted uh used too much heat yeah, yeah because Adam, it's, def- it's fully a yield it's a heat oriented for yield uh the higher heat the higher yield you're going to get out of a rosin type situation uh experimented with that a very, very long time ago. Back in 1978, we built a press for pressing block hash out of Keef. So, and that's, let's talk about... We squeezed rosin out of cannabis flowers by heating the press up and squeezing the hell out of things. That, but, that popcorn, that popcorn taste, I think, is CBN, isn't it? I thought, Adam, we talked about this once before. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm uh, it could be CBN. I'm, I found that CBN's not really as easy a product to make as you might think. It's really a lot more time and oxygen oriented mm-hmm. um, than it is, uh, you know, um, heat abuse by a t-shirt press uh that's that's going to be a really low effect on your cbn content your raw material is going to have way more effect on the cbn content than than the rosin technique even at temperature uh basically you're just going to get a more decarboxylated product than anything else now would you uh would you have i mean any separation of waxes? The waxes aren't transferring in the rosin process, or are some waxes. Oh, melting sure, I, I'm sure they, that a certain amount of the lighter fraction waxes are part of the rosin process. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, there's just no, there's really no way. It's it's a you know the okay uh, using the example of what seems to be the new industry standard of a t-shirt press. Um, you know, you've got to be up over 300 degrees, uh, but you're not up into the 400s. So you're not going to really, like, get at those heavy hydrocarbons. So that's um, that's desirable because they're going to remain with the, the chip. Yeah, they'll right? remain back with the patty or with the bud or whatever you're squeezing. Right. Uh, 
you know. So and and then you know when you heat it like that, you're gonna free up a lot of the the light terpenes. Um, some of the more persistent terpenes will hang in there, um, and that really depends on your starting material. And and the chat room is saying uh, 300 with pressure, and obviously the addition of pressure is just like not just like adding heat, but affects the equation of yeah. That's basically well. What I've done recently is I've got a lab hot plate that I can dial the temperature, and it will go to that temperature on the plate. And I've run three to three ten, and gotten a clean product out of it. Anything over 310, I start to get color, and it starts to smell a little bit, especially from, okay, that, that popcorn. Is that with pressure, That's, that's basically you've, you've started to actually caramelize the sugars in the bud. Fascinating. That's really, that's really interesting, I mm-hmm. think, right? Shit, we can do caramel corn, caramel bud. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. You're starting to caramelize the sugars. Uh, I would be willing to bet that there would be a minor amount of browning on the material press, huh. uh, and it was done at a relatively high temperature. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. It, ge- it generates furanic compounds, which are highly colored. Those are all either Yeah, uh, basically you apply too much heat or too much uh, chemistry to a cannabis extract, and you start to develop uh, side phenolic compounds that lean towards reds and yellows. And now I want to ask you guys... Uh, What's the deal, and to go back to chatter and the question I asked before, how come sometimes you give people some product to blast and they can't get it to take that shatter state? You give the same product to other people, they can get it to take that shatter state. Obviously, it's a difference in process, but when they can't explain it, why does that happen, and why does it only happen with some strains that they're processing relatively identically? Uh, You know, that's a real interesting question, and that's something that's going to be sussed out by guys like Mark with expensive frickin' equipment. <laughs> Seriously, that's that's the that's the honest and truthful answer to that. Uh, yeah, you know, I've done colors, extracts that have come back uh, halfway decarboxylated. I've got a picture, one of my best pictures that I've got is this beautiful golden little molded shatter nuggets. Uh, scattered around some marbles and test those and they're over half decarboxylated hmm. so it's not yeah, I mean, co- there's something more than very, just THCA there's something uh, more than just THCA there's something yeah there's something going on in there that we just really don't understand as of yet uh, but you know like everything uh, as this industry grows there's going to be money thrown at that, and people will figure it out. Uh, yeah. So the so bottom line is, I, is that the thing I can say about color. The thing I could say about color is that color can be influenced by such minor amounts of impurity, and so even though you're looking at the same uh, hash or the same resin from the same plant, um, very very minor amounts of impurity, uh, especially these highly colored impurities can make one thing look yellow, another thing look brown, another thing look much darker. Mm-hmm. Um, it's generally thought of that usually that the darker a product is, is that more oxidation has occurred, like Jim was talking about. And those generally generate, again, from the caramelization of sugars, just like Jim said. And that's the basis of, of most of the flavor in, in the food that 
we eat. And you may have heard that, you know, there's there's a byproduct that's made in all French fries. So when, when, when potatoes are fried in oil, the browning reaction generates a trace amount of acrylamide, and acrylamide is not necessarily something that you want to be ingesting. But again, all the basis of the flavor in the food that we eat has to come about by heating up sugars in the presence of air. And this is definitely what's happening, albeit for a very, very short period of time in the rosin process. So it doesn't surprise me that some of these things come out with a little bit of that that burnt popcorn kind of taste or flavor. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised nobody's thought of doing it in the internet atmosphere yet, but that'll come. I thought of that, Jim. I talked with Mark about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I well, mentioned it earlier. We're this already year. on it, and then then you, you move on and you get into like the 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 rolling irons, and you dial in the temperature on those. And you now you're doing Adam's old laminator. Yeah, that's uh, that's Adam's laminator. You know, it, it, it it's it's scalable. It's you know, I, like I said back in the, a long time ago when I first discovered you could squeeze clear clear, I called it clear oil, out of buds. Um, I played with it, but I could never get any decent yields out of it, so I just put it away. Because back when I was doing it, but it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, now, could you so much, so. could you theoretically do the same process by just varying the pressure and leaving the temperature ambient? You know, that's uh, a really interesting. Well, no, because the 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 the, the viscosity of what you're trying to pull changes with temperature. Right. So you but need to lower the viscosity with heat so that it will flow. What's your point uh, on this, the Mark? Other thing, the other thing that you might be able to do is, you know, again, when you when you pressurize anything, there is heat that's associated with that. And certainly if it is, like, either frozen or, again, the moisture content, which can have a real big impact on how much um, uh, is transferred away from the plant, can all have a very, very big impact on how efficient the process is. I think, Mitch, you had talked about actually doing this inside a inert environment, like putting it in, in between, say, like a inside a plastic bag or something, or inside something where, again, the environment is controlled such that nothing can escape, and perhaps as that cools, as that rosin product cools, perhaps those terpenes, which aren't allowed to escape because you have it in a closed system, can sort of recondense in the rosin and you could actually keep them in and then trap them and not let them go away. Yeah, I mean, the idea, as the chat room just kind of pointed out, would be, you know, what about a pressure cooker or an auto- autoclave inside of... Uh, Jim, and Mark, I mentioned it before, but you, it was before you guys on, I had this idea of if you, if you take your herb and you put it in a wax paper mm-hmm. packet and then you vacuum seal that packet in an appropriate plastic... And you you processed it in that va- small, tight, vacuumed environment. Uh, so what about putting something like that in a pressure cooker? Or uh, I, I was start trying to just do a sous vide technique from cooking because I'm not a chemist, but I could. Well, you know, the other end of it is why not just why not just load up a uh, tube full of herb and uh, blow hot nitrogen over it. Until you blow the resin out of it. Yeah, that Jim. It's funny that that process is actually used. Uh, yeah, it's actually again. Um, uh, yeah, I know that's one of the it's one of the go to processes for the herbal extraction industry. Yeah, in fact, those people who basically use a water filter to trap the air out of your grow room 
you could then, yeah, just use hot water to purge those terps right out of that waste uh, water. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. actually is a very efficient method to trap and, and remove terpenes. You bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a simple it's a modified hydro distillation. <clears throat> now, yeah. now, could you could okay. you could you use a process that was primary? You know, some combination again back to the autoclave idea of heat and pressure in an enclosed environment or or with some sort of vessel. Well, see, the, the thing about it is, is you have to have an area of lower pressure for your product to flow to. Yeah. Well, so you can't just like squeeze it and have anything happen. Right. It's, it's going to be static if it's just atmospheric exactly. pressure squeezing it. Nothing's yeah. going to happen. You have to have like physical pressure, and then you have to have an area of lower pressure for that product. To so, flow what to. if you were squeezing it while it was in an active vacuum? Uh, if you were squeezing it while it was under heat and pressure, sure. it may do something. I don't know. Uh, I know the heat would do something. I'm not sure that the pressure would, uh, other than the pressure that you apply. Right. The physical pressure. Uh, the ambient pressure, not going to really have an effect until you start to get into temperatures that you would actually distill the product. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't you couldn't just juice it. <laughs> is, is the you long could, and short. You could you couldn't you couldn't uh, squeeze just squeeze you know yeah. squeeze. Shit, like McDiamonds. I'm thinking making di- making hash diamonds. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, there's you know, there's there are a lot of different things you can think of. You know, you could have a uh, uh, like a professional grade rotary juicer. Sure, it's got a heated impeller that does the squeezing, and you figure out just how much pressure you can apply before you start to get green. And yeah, there you go. This process again. Let's do uh, it. And you got you know, basically you got the rosin falling out the bottom where the juice would have come out. That's that's what we're talking about. We need one of those machines. I got some phone so, calls. So you to know, make. you know, industrially they're going to look at it. Okay, we don't want to have to reload. We want that thing loading itself and dumping itself. Mm-hmm. So. You're looking at either a continuous roller process or a continuous squeeze press process. It's Adam, all about the continual. Adam it's all about the, the continual. It's yeah. all about the continual. That's it. I mean, because yeah, it's all about hey, we you know you this machine load. costs a lot of money. Yeah. So we're going to make it work. You need to just be able to fill up one end, flip a switch, and have the end result come just come out the other end until you have to fill up yeah. the first end. Exactly. Just, yeah, and just keep loading. Exactly. And, you know, all these different, there's so many different methods, and what it's going to come down to is liability and expense. Lowest liability, lowest expense. And uh, after after you've established which is the lowest liability and lowest expense, then you start looking at yields. I feel like then dry sift wins on lowest liability and expense, right? Yield, liability, and expense. So yeah, I mean, like, is is dry sift going to come back and win then? Because that's definitely lowest liability and lowest expense. It's also pretty low in the yield department, though. Well, it's highest well, on preser- uh, it's highest on preservation though, which is awesome. You know, you can it, it, you can leave that in perfect environment. It, it, for you me. know, it's really hard to say which way the industry is going to jump. I mean, if you go by history, you know, hash wins. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's know, what I'm saying. Hash is the one that's been around for since probably since they discovered cannabis. They figured out that that sticky stuff was better than the, than the plant itself. You know, so hash hash is the winner always. Uh, anything that relies too much on technology, you know, that's going to end up in the hands of the bigger players. So in the end, you know, for the average Joe that may end up with the ability to grow uh, in the future as this quasi-legalization thing happens, um, yeah, hash is hash is going to be his go-to. You know, he may get out the curling iron occasionally with the parchment, but if he wants to smoke a concentrate, hash is probably going to be what he goes to, or it's going to be some industrial compound. And, Jim, I have bike. Can you show me what you just showed me? This is such a Jim question. Hey, Jim, how are you, by the way? Good to talk to you. Uh, Bike, you you just showed me a post by Telly. Oh, yeah, let me pull that up This is total Jim City right here. I love this. So uh, our friend Telescopic Stoner, uh, Ryan Hubble, just posted on Facebook. Uh, This is is going... He's been talking about rosin since everyone else has, but he's not a... He's he's not on board. He's not a proponent of... Let's see here. He's suspicious of of rosin as a safe alternative. Polymer fume fever? (laughs) Jesus. Teflon (laughs) flu, he's calling it. Uh, So, you know, basically that means that as soon as you apply flame to to hashish that you've created a monster because heat is bad. Uh, you know, especially the low temperatures that we're talking about, I don't see it. So what does it say there, Mike? Let's just read it. Oh, it says PTFE, known under the trade name Teflon, is heated to between 300 and 400 degrees Fahrenheit. When PTFE is heated above 450 degrees, the these words are going to kill me here. The, the pyrolysis products are different, and inhalation may cause acute lung injury. Symptoms are flu-like. Okay. Uh, Break that down for me. So He's over 450. About, yeah, the fluorine escaping from if you use uh, like a silicon pad or one of them sort of thing. Yeah, why would that happen in rosin? Uh, is there is there PTFE? They're, they're, in... using, they're using the oil silicon. Okay, okay, okay. No, wait, wait, wait. Uh, let, let, let me speak to this, okay? As a former company man for these work at the company that sold that, sold that material, that material, PTFE, is a acronym for polytetrafluoroethylene, more commonly referred to as Teflon, okay? And Teflon is the nonstick material that's used on nonstick coatings as well. Oh, as so it's on the nonstick hair irons. Yes, they're made of PTFE from that evil company called DuPont. So um, here's, the, here's the drill, is that one of the processing aids that's used in making DuPont is called PFOA, or, or we commonly refer to as C8. C8 um, has been implicated to have some human health issues. The, the, the issue is, is that the carbon-fluorine bond doesn't naturally occur in nature, and so um, microbes hasn't, haven't figured out how to digest um, uh, fluorocarbons, and so they're persistent in the environment, they're persistent in our body. If you tested all of our bodies, they'd probably test positive for some type of trace level of fluorochemical contaminant just because of the 
fluorochemicals that were used. Uh, they were used for a while to coat the uh, paper that McDonald's hamburgers were packaged in for like uh, like almost 20 years. Uh, the material Scotch Guard is the material that was sold by the 3M chemical company that was used for fabric uh, protection, uh, similar to the stain guard that's used on carpets, similar to the stain-resistant clothing. So if you buy uh, Docker's jeans and you spill a cup of coffee on there, it'll wipe up immediately. That's because there's a fluoropolymer coating on the fabrics to keep these things stain-resistant. exactly what we... So let's talk, let's just talk like about him, right? this for a second. So when these compounds are heated up, on male temperatures, they could cause a problem because there, the thermal chemistry is that these things can break down into things that not are good for human consumption. I believe at the temperatures that rosin is made at, I don't really think that you're quite getting up into that temperature regime where it's an issue, but this is something that definitely needs to be tested and needs to be determined whether or not trace levels of some of these bad fluorochemicals are getting into the hash if you're using PTFE sheets or oil slick sheets, things that are essentially Teflon that do have high temperature stability, but certainly the higher you heat them up, the more likely you could be releasing trace contaminants in these plastics. And, you know, over the years, you know, all this stuff used to be made by DuPont, but now it's made by Chinese competitors um, uh, over in China where, again, the regulatory uh, and the, um, uh, uh, the oversight over the industry isn't what it should be. So a lot of times what you find is the material coming over from China, uh, just as in any commodity material that's used in either building or manufacturing or transportation applications, is sub uh, sub uh, to the uh, you know actual better material that comes over from the West. It's not as good. There's trace levels of contaminant, and the audience may remember something around <laughs> drywall that was coming from China that was off-gassing a very toxic material. So again, all of these materials, they do have a, a, a thermal uh, instability, but at much higher temperatures. And I'd be worried about nail temperature and not necessarily the rosin press temperature in terms of trace contamination. And would we be concerned about that? I mean, could could that transfer to from like just keeping oil on an oil slick pad? Could it pick up some of that stuff that could then be on there when I'd you worry put about that? Yeah, I'd worry about because that because all all those compounds are fat soluble. And it's interesting because when when Dupont was challenged on on this very issue, you know, a lot of these people cook like bacon and eggs. Bacon, hey Adam, there's your favorite food, right? So when you cook Adam bacon, bacon, you're releasing a lot of fat and a lot of grease. And again, some of these uh, bad actors and bad compounds are fat and grease soluble. So you're actually, you know, could be extracting that into the fat of the bacon, which is probably not, you know, again, a very good thing. So is, are our bodies full of these compounds from, like, cooking on scratched pans and then it gets in the oil and then you eat the Yeah, oil? probably. Oh, yeah. Again, they, they, they bioaccumulate. They don't degrade. I mean... They'll, they'll be incorporated in vesicles in our body. In fact, you know, uh, millions and millions of years from now, uh, you know, they, they judge um, uh, 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 geologic um, eras by what's left behind. We're going to be known as the Teflon era because it's the only thing that's going to remain uh, millions of years from now because these compounds do not degrade. We're all going to be gone 
but what's going to be left are a bunch of, you know, um, uh, dental floss and nonstick pans because they just they they don't it doesn't degrade. Yeah, we're going to look like we're going to be able to identify our remains. We look like dead seagulls by the flooring <laughs> by the flooring left behind. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're going to be the Teflon era. That's that's. <laughs> it's it's totally true. As you were saying that, Mark, I was thinking I was thinking that exact same thing as you were as you were speaking it. That they're going to identify our our generation, our 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 era, as the fluorine era, because of all the all the fluorine that's been introduced, and and right. we're fed fluorine in water supplies, and in our antidepressants, and in our toothpaste. Well, I'm absolutely convinced that somebody's going to come up with an enzyme or a bug that can eat fluorocarbons, and those people will make a lot of money someday. All we got to do, bud, nature will take care of it. We just got to give it the environment where it can do that. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, 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 we I don't some, know, man. We got to get some of the Jury's organic out on that one. Here. Anything that can eat fluorine kind of scares the scares crap you. out of me, Mark. <laughs> I trust the fungal kingdom will protect us from plastics in the long run. Well, yeah, hopefully cannabis is is is, is good enough to counter that. But you know, that's also something that I've seen is is that uh, if this were any other plant, all the tinkering around that's been done would le- have left a trail of dead bodies. That's the uh, that's it. the really funny part of the cannabis story is yeah, like if you were playing around with, I feel like even a lot of common plants, a lot of people would have been poisoned. But just yeah, doing these exactly. processes with cannabis, um, we all survive. Uh, um, I'm about to take my first dab of rosin, guys, so please bear, bear with me. It's just, it's just another smoke. So, so let me, <laughs> let me, uh, let me give you guys yeah, I mean, a question was, to chew on. All right, Adam, okay. you got. I just tried. Just, I just tried. How was it? It's all right. It's a little in the back of your nose, a little nasally, but not not. What you exhaled didn't have any smell to it at all. It was light. Yeah, it was lighter. As opposed to like a big old dab of BHO, the room would stink like mm-hmm. that tangy. I like uh, the natural products because they're easier on my lungs. I, I'm a sensitive. I'm I'm the canary in the coal mine. And I I don't like to cough too hard. So yeah, I like the natural product rosin. It it has a lot of the same properties. It's just a really high quality dry sift or really good full melt bubble. It reminds me a lot of really good full melt bubble. This rosin yeah. was wow. made from lower wow. terpenes, you wow. know, um, but still decent tasting. I'm into this. Uh, I'm very into this rosin stuff. Yeah, you're sold. I'm pretty sold. That was made from seventy three one twenty. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. If you start with something good like that, then you're gonna have a better. You, you can already tell that this is probably a lot higher quality than most people's. Right, quality and quality out for sure. Yeah, kid, you ready? Uh, yeah, the, the stuff that I've made out of just real full melt products has been it's been damn near clear, mm-hmm. uh, been tasty. Uh, it gets you high. But, you know, uh, the infrastructure to go into that and to do it on a level that would actually pay for itself, how many T-shirt presses do you want to run? And how many good quality nugs do you want to squeeze out? 
into cooking oil. Well, that's what we were talking about before the show was like, it's almost like if you get to the scale of production where it becomes feasible to do dry sift on an industrial scale, and that becomes a high-end, high-price product, mm-hmm. then the lower-grade sift could all be used for a lower-price rosin product. Mm-hmm. And then, then the then the last of it could be solvent extracted. Right, right, and that would just be yeah, that. yeah. To me, that's that's probably the most you know using the whole buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the end products get pelletized and turned into pig feed. Sure, that's it. So, yeah, it's a it's a closed loop system, really. Um, oh yeah, not even pig feed, man. You can just mulch the turn that into fertilizer. They're you know they're dynamic accumulators. They're full of all sorts of good fertilizer properties. Oh yeah, yeah. It's any one of a number of things. Heck, you could you could treat it, and it could be stove fuel for a pellet stove yeah you can make clothes out of it right adam well yeah that's that's a given that that happens in the field can we make clothes out of like blasted material some way no but but we can that you can feed to mushrooms for sure you can oh you can definitely feed it to mushrooms i think feeding things to mushrooms is the future of cleaning up this planet Uh, ironically (laughs) till now i thought it was feeding mushrooms to things it turns out I just had that equation backwards. It's feeding things to mushrooms. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's true. That's exactly true. Uh, that's one of the places where the future is going to get real interesting. Is um, they're so diverse they have their own kingdom. Well, gents, uh, <laughs> it's it's been an but, absolute you know, pleasure. But we're getting we're back to, to the, the end of the, the, the runway the, here. The, the resin thing. Uh, it's going to be interesting how it all plays out. I mean, there's other ways you can do it. You can take fresh buds and you can beat them against glass. Yeah, Adam just winked at me. He's like, "Damn it, that's that's my one." Oh, there's other ways. Yeah, I told you to also just freeze it and hit it. Just hit the plant after you freeze it. And of then course, and it knocks off trikes. Knocks all the trikes right off in one shot. You know, there's a lot of yeah. What's the one? That, what's the electrostatic about, one? You know, liquid nitrogen is another little toy that you can use mm. to to make some interesting. Safety products. Liquid hydrogen, um, interesting. Uh, oh, liquid nitrogen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, you know, any way that, that has been used ever in, like, the herbal extraction industry or uh, in the chemical industry does, I, I like to say 50% of my time at Pentchem was extracting, and the other 50% of the time was distilling. And then the other 50% of the time was working in the lab. I was over Unity there. <laughs> I was going to say, big numbers. Yeah, it was it was a crazy, 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 crazy situation. But what I, what I learned there is, is that um, – you can skin a horse a lot of different ways uh, as far as extraction. That's where I really like kind of my eyes got open to extraction and farting around with polarities and things like that that change the way a solvent works. Um, all these things, uh, they're part of industry knowledge. They're usually proprietary to the industry. As cannabis becomes a more and more quote-unquote legitimate industry, 
the people from other industries are going to start to flow into the cannabis industry, and there's going to be a whole new level of understanding and expertise come over the next five years as people from the perfume industry and from the fragrance and or the uh, uh, flavor industry start to come over. Uh, these guys are the true experts taking terpenes out of things. Yeah. Yeah, I, I find myself looking at a lot of, and Kay said the same thing, you end up looking at a lot of research from the fragrance industry. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. These guys have been doing, you know, they, they they can they can take you right down to the single terpene you want to extract and give you the best way to get it. If I'm not mistaken, that's where, like, a lot of the guys from Green Dot have a background in, like, the fragrance industry, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, then there's a, then there's a whole other approach of, of going at it from the, pure hard science approach of chromatography uh, but then a lot of these really delicate terpenes don't respond well to harsh treatment yeah and, yeah. Then, you, and then you lose a soul at that point too then you're like, yeah well yeah that's kind of the way it is I everybody's mean, like you, doing numbers you got some of these molecules they're just like you know just the the act of you're perceiving them in your in your olfactory bulb yeah uh, destroys them right it's like looking you know, at a star. It's a classic, uh, you know, the observer changing what's observed. Yeah, Schrodinger's As path, soon as you but... smell that molecule, it's no longer that molecule anymore. It's changed because of its interaction with the olfactory bulb. Um, that's why, you know, uh, what you see with uh, alcohol-produced products is such a so much lower terpene profile. Is alcohol just really, really screws with this car these chiral molecules that have you know a specific twist to them in order that gives them their properties all uh, alcohol will go in there and it'll it's like putting relaxer in a curly head <laughs> it just changes it all it's like it's like walking through the scanner at the airport to your dna right yeah exactly Can yeah, I, I, very similar very similar it's, it's a it's a definitely a you know uh, there's a reason why the, the Wait, did term Jim just back up? goes with alcohol Jim, so well. I don't think Jim goes through those things either. Jim, Jim, do you go through the scanner at the airport? I have, yeah. Yeah, I'm not the metal one, but the Adam doesn't go through it because he says it unwinds your DNA, and I feel like I don't, I don't believe that. But well, if you I just say it, like now I believe it. No new babies, so I ain't too worried about it. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sticking to my. Guns. And, and you know, if somebody's got some of my old DNA, and I have, and I can change it so it's unrecognizable now. Well, I'm kind of down with that, Yeah, that's, there you go. That's kind of like, there you go. Jim's thinking about it the other way. So, okay, I was scared. Kid and I were scared for a second. We thought that you said that the scanner would do that to our DNA because we, we've been mocking that's Adam for that. That's not how that works. That's oh not how that God. works, right, Mark? I'm no, telling you. We, we, I'm telling you. Me and Jim, when we were in Vegas, tried to see. Oh, hell yeah. It'll scare Hell yes. It'll time. scramble your DNA until you have four eyed babies. That's yeah. it. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Thank you for backing me up on that one. No. Yeah, of course it does. No, you know what it, 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 what it, what it does? They're, they're a lot more clever than that. It won't fuck with you. It'll fuck with your grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> even worse. we won't even know yet. Even more yeah, that will, that, it's all about liability, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are your grandkids going to say? My granddad went through a scanner. Yeah. Not, not this guy. Not this no, guy. They, no, his grandkids are going to rule the world. That's something that the cannabis I mean, industry really needs to be all cowed. And... Okay, number one, in the real world, uh, real businesses cover their ass, hundred percent over liability. And uh, uh, what I see in cannabis is, is people jumping through hoops to try to make things that are highly liable 
less liable and not reaching not reaching the end goal. Um, you know, CO2, by and large, I'm not really a fan of the extracts of CO2, but... Where's that going? Where's that going? What's it's going? proven in industry. It's something that you can take to somebody who doesn't know a damn thing about cannabis and they'll understand, understand if they understand... Uh, extraction at all, they'll understand CO2. Right. Uh, if you go to somebody with some complicated butane closed loop system with some sort of inline filtration and doohickey, doohockey, and whatever this over here, and you know, you got a cold trap over here that's supposed to tra trap the terpenes. You know, I could think of a great big, expansive, freaking monstrous thing, and then you try to explain to them, uh, how this is all playing out and why you need to use this stuff that has X amount of cal calories per cubic centimeter when it goes off. Um, uh, I'm not, I'm not against light hydrocarbon. I'm just, I've just tried to wrap my head around how I would explain that to somebody who doesn't know a damn thing and get it to fly. Right. And I just can't do it. And that's, that goes back to the situation with New York. You know, it's alcohol or CO2. I get that. That makes sense. You know, anyone can understand that. Yeah, that's it. It goes to what people will understand. Um, you know, there's a lot of issues with light hydrocarbons, especially the gases. Um, but, you know, that's, that's, that's not what's being that's, – that's not the issue here. The issue is, is you know – as we segue to this legal thing, and as things get, well, like in Oregon, you know, they they put the they put extracts completely on the chopping block, right? Uh, for a minute, you know, they're backing off from that position really quick, but still, if they was on there for a minute, you know, so yeah, hell yeah, Rosin steps up to the plate. Is it really an extract? That, that's I think that's why, and that kind of wraps up the theme of the episode too. Way to way to segue, Jim. Nice, Jim, perfect timing. Segue. Yeah, well, well done. Like, <laughs> and this is where I go with the New York laws. Is rosin an, an extract? It's not. It says that the only only ex, what only no, extracts no, are allowed. No, so no water, no nothing. Well, again, water's not a solvent in making water hash. So, is that is that allowed or not allowed? That's an interesting question. You know, it, it basically it it depends on somebody's opinion. So it's going to uh, it depends on some regulator's opinion who doesn't know jack squat about, about either cannabis or chemistry. Guaranteed, cannabis or chemistry, making a, a judgment call, basically, over something they really don't know enough about to make a judgment call on. I feel like we hardly know enough to make a judgment call about it, and they definitely don't know. It's like the doctor has to go to the four-hour course about cannabis. Like you can learn. We do this for three hours every week. Um, we're running into that in Oregon as they're trying to, like, belly up to the bar over they're getting the regulations in place for legalization. They're damn near ready to throw their hands up. They don't understand it. I just saw when I was looking for the news stories for today. I saw regulators talking, you know, a few different places talking about that. 
they don't get it. You know, they keep talking about it in terms of alcohol, and it's completely different than alcohol. You know, they want to talk about it in the language of alcohol. You know, they try keep trying to put the square peg in the round hole. Here we talk about it in terms of casinos to a large degree. The law is based on the casino law as far as uh, the stores and the facilities, so that makes less sense even. Uh, yeah, that, you know, it does Better than alcohol, sense. Uh, but it, it's but just an awkward fit. Yeah, there is... It's its own entity, but they want to treat it like something else. That's what it I comes mean, down we're to. still at the stage where people are going marijuana and hemp. And 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 indeed, throughout that New York law that I, it's on my mind because I recently read it, they use the word marijuana with an H instead of a J consistently. Yeah, they spell with an H. A lot of marijuana. Yeah, which I feel like no one has spelled it that way. Yeah, with a straight face for some time. You know, you can be. You can bet that the that the word hemp appears in there in in contradiction to marijuana. And there's definitely They're the same no, fucking plant. And and Pardon definitely no one says cannabis. That's for sure. Yeah, they're cannabis just, sativa. They should just be calling it cannabis. And and you know, I I, I sat through uh, a conference with the tribal uh, uh, a tribal conference in Tulalip, and somebody who is. Well, um, just just keeping things confidential. He he was once very influential in Colorado. Um, was standing up and saying that we don't need to grow marijuana; we can just grow hemp. And actually trying to convince people that there was a there was they were two different plants. Um, we got to get past that. Uh, when fields of hemp go in. Everything's going open pollinated. Uh, unless you've got like a hermetically sealed room, guess what's going to happen, yeah, folks? The, the pro growers in the room look look a little worried. You know, uh, that's that's the reality of it. So, uh, if that's the reality of it, it would be in everybody's best interest to take their best frickin' male plant, and stick it in the hemp field. <laughs> what do you think of that? Because what do you think of that? We're all going to be swapping spit uh, here soon. Yeah, it would be a futile effort, I think, at that point, right? If you like, well, we are all going to be swapping spit here real soon. Uh, you know, uh, it's what it's going to do is it's going to recreate a niche for indoor marijuana. Yeah, with a lot of filters, a lot of HEPA filters. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be real expensive. Like a Fort Knox. And, like that facility, the, the level of HEPA filtration that needs to go on before you can even go in there. For sure, so we need to wrap it have up to be treated yeah, like a NASA clean room. Yeah, I just heard a cat too. This cat, this cat in the studio. No, we're, well, we started ten. We started ten late, so we're rolling, we're rolling ten. So, late, we got, we got yeah, you know, we're, we're, what we're looking at is in the future. Here is is great big fields of of potent hemp. That's what I. That's what. That's what I kind of envision too. It's all going to end up there. At yeah. a certain point, it'll all just balance out by by the fact that you know once once the regulation. I mean, it'll take a few years, obviously, but uh, down the road, just like nature always does, everything will just round up to like a nice equal proportions where you have five percent, six percent hemp. You know, you can get enough extraction mm-hmm. off of that. To Economically, make it, it just makes sense to go that way. Yeah, yeah and, and that's kind of like crops the, doesn't make sense. It, no. it, it's it's it goes. It's like in Oregon as a microcosm. We have 
the medical marijuana program, and now we want the OLCC, the liquor board, to control recreational cannabis. I said from the beginning, there's no way in hell the state's going to run two cannabis regulatory agencies. They should just start one separate one just for cannabis. But that's, that's never what the they case. really need to do. But that's never the we'll case. let them get to that on their own. Yep. Gents, the we same gotta, thing applies Jim, to we gotta, this, whole, we gotta wrap it up, this whole recreational cannabis versus hemp. We got we got to wrap it up, bud. We're at the end of the runway here. We got about nine minutes left, and we still got to do our our final matter. Okay. But, well, you do your final matter. You've heard enough of my freaking blathering coffee talk oh no man we'll be we'll be back on this uh i want to do this again and get you and mark on for a whole show because clearly we're out of runway here but there's yeah i'd love to sit to and ju- I, you know what uh, uh if you get a whole show of just me and mark blathering at each other would would that be terrible <laughs> that and k could be <laughs> drop k in there drop k in the me mix and him could are be way overdue for just a long conversation <laughs> we, yeah we might as well have it in public right oh, that's oh, right i mean shoot Kill two birds with one stone, bro. A little of that never hurts. Absolutely. Gentlemen, always a pleasure talking to you. Jim, I'll be in touch with you a little later. We're gonna, all right, man. We're going to keep it moving. Pleasure Thanks, to brother. talk to you all. Adam, good Great. to talk to you. For all sure, everybody there. All my best to you all. Take care. Later, bro. Jim. All right. Oh, that was good. The some... kid, when I kid cannot stand a full episode, that's like his eyes are closing. going to college no, again or that's something. That's not a full episode. I was here really early too, but that's not a full episode. That's like we're, we're, uh, he's still, he's still, he just got we're beat up over there. Jeez, the brain got beat up. All right, let's. We we've okay. talked right through shouts. So of course, big 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 shout outs to Way to Grow, Way to Grow dot net. You can check them out. They got seven stores all over Colorado. If you want to play with some of this extraction stuff that we're talking about, gotta go to the one over in Platte River. Platte yeah. Valley, hop in there. Go to the what is it called? Concentration Corner. Concentration <sighs> Corner. Yes. Concentration <laughs> Corner. Get all your concentrate needs, uh, or go on way to grow net. Shop them. Locate it. They got the dirt sale going on. What yep. do you call it? Dirt bag sale. I call it the dirt bag sale. Yes. Dirt bag sale. Adam and the dirt bag sale. <laughs> I love it. I love the dirtbag sale. Gotta love that. So much that he wanted to start a company based off of how much he loved the dirtbag sale name. 32 bucks for the ProMix Bales, 11 bucks for Roots Organics, 12 bucks for Botanicare Coco, uh, 11.50 Royal Gold Gold Tuper. Again, waytogrow.net. They're all over the place. If you're in Colorado, you can go there. Say Adam Dunn Show when you're leaving, and they'll give, you will give them less of your money. Well, well, yeah, when you're paying, not when you're leaving, but. Before right, you before you right, 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 right. don't leave. walk out the door and be like, yeah, I'm done show. They might chase you down and throw money at you, actually. They're yeah. like, oh, I owe you money. I'm no, sorry. Here's some money. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't usually work that way. I've got to say it before. That's how it works for Adam Dunn's show. Okay. Uh, okay. Yell it on the way out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, shout out to Dark Horse Genetics. Jason was talking in the chat room with everyone. Nice. Dude, it's crazy. Remember, so good. his so. Bruce Banner is the, you know, the, high, the strongest thing. But Grows with age old. He admitted it in the chat room. Nuts. Nuts. Cheapest Simple. bottled newts out there. Simple thing. Simple Whoa. things in life. Simple things in life. Uh, Dark Horse Genetics, of course, sponsoring not only the the Bruce Banner Bowl, which will house a Murphy's Law show, yes. as well as a pop-up seed bank. If you want seeds. Behind the, we have to hide it. It's hidden behind I can't the, even say behind where it the, is. Behind We're the not mesh. saying it yet because the, Mosh pit. the meds all the, I bet the med listens to our show. It's going to be run on center stage. They gotta right. get, they gotta you make have it. to crowd surf up to the top. That's the only way to get there. We're gonna actually hire right Ryan's old uh, old club. Yeah, he's got a club. Is gonna to be do old. security because sure. they're sure. coming. You said they're coming to the show, right? I heard her back. What you we'll said? See. They were psyched. We'll see. 
Uh, so he invited him. Invited the whole crew. Of course. Security. An initiation, right? Uh, jump yeah, in or whatever. He's got to go in the pit with them. Nice. Wear your cut. Wear your cut to the let's, show. Let's continue with this. All uh, right. All right. Dark Horse Genetics, of course, Pop Up Seed Bank, and the Breeders Only Seed Swap. How do you get to the swap? You know what? Get in touch with Matt Riot. Get in touch with me. Info at adamdunshow.com. Uh, get in touch with Bike. Get yeah, I'm going to put a post up in a little bit. And yeah. Get some interest. And, uh, of course, shout out Incredibles Edibles, Colorado's number one. Edibles, IncrediblesColorado.com. Kid, name the flavors. Uh, um, we're not ending the show uh, until you name them all right. Blueberry Bliss, Peaches and Dream, Mile High, Mile Higher, Peanut Butter Buddha, Cookies and Cream, Ooh. Strawberry Crunch, the Afgato Bar, the Firecracker Bar, the Monkey Bar, the Boulder Bar, and I'm missing You didn't one. say Fireberry. And Fireberry. That's the one I was missing. Done oh. deal. That's Whoa. pretty good. That's does Shout it. out to uh, Build a Soil. Yeah, Build a Soil. Buildasoil.com. Number one resource for Dude, Jeremy's shows always kill it. We're going to do another one. Yep. That was awesome. Um, what'd you get? And Jeremy may be out here for ADSI, which is sweet. Oh, yeah, he's uh, going to be a judge, right? No, uh, I think I might compete. Ooh. Can you say Adzi from now on? Adzi. I say Adzi, Adzi usually. Yeah, I say Adzi. Um, well, I like that. Yeah. You like it? Okay. Yeah, I don't like of course, AU Extracts for for oh, ma- yeah. helping make Adzi happen. Of course, dude. Your sponsorship your will major, major sponsor. will make the awards and uh, the awards possible. You're gonna. It's gonna be a little more comfortable for everyone there. The chocolate, including dam. you, and the chocolate dam. Uh, also, we got to shout out Kung Fu Vapes, uh, Rocky Mountain Seed Bank. Um, Glazed and Confused Donuts. Dope Magazine. Dope Magazine. Isn't there an electronic nail company as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Smart Nail? Smart Nail. And, one, and there was one other. Oh, and Grab Lab. Oh, well, I got a big up 420 Science. Yeah, that's <laughs> a longer discussion. Yeah. And again, guys, if you want to support Adam Dunn Show Invitational. Oh, and also, uh, what, about, what about the um, Chalice? Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Chalice. They sponsored us with a sponsorship. Exactly. Essentially, right? Awesome We're sponsoring Chalice now. By the way. But but that's how they're sponsoring us. They're giving us. It. They're so flying us out. No, uh, not that part. We don't know about that. We have Maybe. a booth. We have a booth though. Ready well, to roll. Sounds like it must be like sounds like we're going. I guess. And, and, the sale and there. Faramanch and who else was the other act? Oh, I was excited about. I forget. Soundtrack. No, it was no. two hip hop acts, and I was like, oh, Madlib. Oh. oh yeah, that's something you'd be excited about. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> I would say it that way. Madlib's <laughs> awesome. Uh, 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 categorizing you, I guess. Typecast. I'm typecast. Yeah. Uh, shout out to so our beautiful wife, We're, We're not there yet. We're what? not there yet. We're not there yet. We still, still, still got to shout out all the sponsors, kid. Oh, Come on, kid. We got more, we're getting more sponsors as we speak. Losing yeah, we're it. trying. We're shout. We're trying to rack up the sponsors, bud. No, it's hot in here. It's hot in here. You can open the door now. You can so open the door. <laughs> you can open the door if you're like dying over there. All right, <sighs> end of the show. Personal shout outs. Personal shout out. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, and little Nick. Who so got in his sandbox yesterday? <laughs> so he was loving life. Oh, if you want to bring over Farron and go up in the roof in sandbox time? It's not ready. Well, it's the, on. Okay, she'll probably eat sand. Really? I don't know if she's, 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 she's not. She's not quite, even a year old she's yet. She's not but. quite ready for the sand. She pretty much eats anything Everyone she put her hands on. Sand. How come your kid ages so slow compared to my kid? Feels like because your kid was born two years earlier than mine. Uh, <laughs> that might be it. Just crazy because every time I'm like, all right, now he's sand. In, so now yeah. she's eating sand. Come I mean, that's what you got a gallbladder for, though. Okay, so how much sand has she eaten? 
I don't know that she's eating any because she hasn't been well, in the sandbox. He likes to try uh, sand from all over to uh, see. New sand, sand. fresh sand. Yeah, now you're just dry, dragging it out. brand new sand. Nicole right. peed in it once. No. Um, <laughs> shout out to my mom, Ace, down at the farm, holding it down, little uh, Gannon, don't get in trouble. Don't get in trouble. <laughs> uh, Why would Gannon get in trouble? Oh, he can do that. It's T-Rex. T-Rex. Yeah, he's, he's good at that. Is he running from someone named Link all the time? He's good. He's, he's good. good. No, he's a good kid. He's a good kid, but he's, 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 he's like one of the, you know, when you're a young kid, you get in trouble all the time, especially around <laughs> my mom. That's the given right there. Uh, Kyle also killing it down there. He's, doing, he's he's feeling it, though. He's in the light depth world. He's like, oh, my God, 7.15 every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nightmare. Um, and, yeah, anybody else who's down there? Tan, when you're down there? Soap man, hurry up, get back home. Exactly. <laughs> nice. I don't know. It sounds like aliens are coming. It's Kids trying to take the the needle off the record. It's yeah. like, kid, what are you doing? Stop doing that. I'm not going to do my shout out. You got to sit here. Shout out, of course, to my amazing wife Reese and little baby Farron who are in New Jersey. And Farron had her first Passover. It was pretty awesome. She likes singing and banging the table, which are both parts of Passover. So it worked out. Um, it sounds like I have fun at Passover too. Then that's part of Passover. Yeah. Well, you do, no, smash the table. And you have to drink four cups of wine. And you can fill the fish. Oh, she's already drinking four cups of wine. I filled the fish is disgusting, yeah. but we Did fried it for the it? first time this year. It's Good. actually it's tastes good. like a scallop. Yep. Cool. So shout out it's to you filled the fish. Yeah. Yeah. Pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip. <laughs> Kid, you got any shout outs or you just want to get out of here? Shout outs to my brother. He turns 21 on Sunday. So. Oh, happy brother birthday. Oh, shout outs to Chris Kadash for his birthday, too. Chris Kadash. And shout out to the girl, and shout out to the dogs, and shout out to the show being over. Right Man, now. you are like yeah. Mr. Excito. I'm just tired. Well, I Wait, go home tomorrow, so I have so much to do after the show. I'm like, all right, peace out, guys. Peace. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. I'm your co-host, Mitch Chinasa. And we are one week away from countdown time. So from go time. Whoa. Got bike in the studio. Oh. The kid. Who's got live stream on? Could be my computer. It's there, my you computer. there you go. Tech guy. Tech there guy. There you go. Thanks, kid. Got bike in the studio. Clearly got tech guy, the kid in the studio. That's Sam Barcelona in the, in the studio and Shane Huto also. So, uh, What are we talking about today? What we're going to be talking about is the evolving hash industry, but I'm going to shut up for a while and make sure the website goes up so people can actually watch it. How's that's, that sound? That's fine. That's fine. Is that, will, that, will that suffice? That'll suffice. That'll do. <clears throat> and the reason we're talking about the evolving hash uh market and industry is because well with the cup coming around everybody's sort of judging you know basing all of their extract entries on what's the hottest thing is it live it's resin? always about trends yeah. yeah is it live resin right now will anybody try the rosin <laughs> will they enter rosin will they enter rosin that's a really good question bike this year yeah i think yes yes you think people are going to enter rosin this of course year? they will of course because yeah. it's so fresh someone has to be uh, right on the edge of 
Yeah. Someone's always got, and then and then they, they can never supply it to anybody in any kind of shape. And more importantly, like any cup entry. More importantly, they certainly have to complain about it if they don't win with it because it's the new shit, yeah. and they wasted well, they so much material for it. Right. Well, it's like one of those like totally non. Uh, you could never keep up with it. There's no way. It'd be like it's already ha- it's already bad with extracts in general. Wait a minute. Start looking at how much we have to grow just to get what we. What get. about with all this greenhouse weed coming down? Yeah. I mean, well, that, so that's, that's and that's part help. of that's definitely part of the discussion because I've heard the amount of excess right now is. Out of control. Out of control. Well, well, I can, I can confirm. Well, uh, we'll talk about that a little. I want to make sure I got this up so everyone can watch. But let's talk about our weeks for a minute because no one cares about that shit. Yeah, our weeks. This last yeah. one. How was your week? It's pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, it was. Tell us about it, buddy. Me? Um, well, you know, oh, little old me. Oh, little old me. No, I had uh, my well, my partner from Amsterdam was in town, and so that was it. We had a, like two film crews. We had the the crew that was here last week, and then. My partner Doug came over with another guy, nice to film some stuff, and uh, went up to the NoCo um, Hemp Expo there. That was pretty awesome. How was that thing? It was jammed, dude. It was like it, it was well, you know, of course, because you're you're not in the city anymore, boy. So it's like definitely, you got no. like ten o'clock in the morning. The place was jammed. It was cowboys. Like, it was full, you know, and it's like wow. Go to the other parking lot. I was like, damn, this is already moving. So it was, it was, there was a, over a thousand people there for sure, and. Uh, Last year, I think there was 50, so nice, huge, uh, huge increase. Pretty much all the big players were there, which is always nice to see. That the usual suspects, you mean? Pretty much. You know, Ryan was there, uh, Ryan Laughlin, mm-hmm. Jason Love, all the all of the hemp people that we're kind of familiar with, but then a lot of out-of-staters, a lot of people coming in just to see what's going on to bring bring back to their state, you know? Any, uh, any newcomers who were like, wow, dude, where have you been? You're lost treasure. You know what I'm talking about? Um, I mean, there wasn't anything beyond tech. Tech wise, there wasn't anything that we hadn't seen yet. But it was there was you could see everything cleaning up, kind of like how all genetics these, or anything maybe new genetics, genetics were. Well, it was interesting to see people were definitely gouging still. I mean, I saw people selling hemp seeds for ninety five dollars for seven grams of hemp seeds. What? Yeah, I was like, whoa, that's a gouge and a half right there. But they were supposedly grown here, so that's you know, I maybe for one year you can get away with that, but. I mean, it should be about 10 bucks a pound or, you know, something like that range. 10, 12 bucks a pound, which is 25,000 seeds, which is a lot more than seven grams. So I was like, okay, well, I could see you can maybe, uh, we've got a few years ahead of us when it comes. And that's what everybody, every booth I listened to, I heard seeds, 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 we need seeds, we need seeds. So it's still, that's the struggle right now. The struggle. You might want to even just turn the email off so that you don't burn yourself. Kid, you're being so quiet about you. Did you only have one yerba mate today? I haven't had any yerba mate. Oh, all I've had is this uh-huh. freaking shitty Red Bull that has my stomach all full. And I, I, it, yeah, that, now it all makes wasn't sense. Wasn't working. Wasn't I working. I didn't pass a Conoco or Conoco. Conoco. Or Conoco. However you pronounce Conoco? it. Conoco. Conoco. Is it pronounced Conoco? I just well, fuck it. Wawa was easier. There's no Sunocos out here. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, that's a good Conoco, point. That's true. So, but yeah, no. no Do you have Wawa's today. in Boston, Blake? No, Never but know. I used to live nope. in Pennsylvania, so I know Wawa well. So you're well acquainted. The furthest they go is like Virginia Beach, pretty much. Never heard of a Wawa. Really? Until right now. Yeah. Wawa is the best convenience store gas station thing. It is. Except ever. for Sheets. If anyone's familiar no, with Sheets, sheets wait a minute. Is, is that a Jersey thing? No. J- no sheets is actually from where he's from. Yeah, yeah, well, like how a, can you say Sheets is worse? Their it's food like, is worse. Like you can get more options, but like they use like for example, if you went to go get like a hoagie from Sheets, it's shitty quality lunch meat. It's shitty. To, it's shitty. It's totally shitty. shitty. Yeah. If you go I to Wells Fargo, I mean, if you go to Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo, if you get a Wells, if you get a Wells Fargo hoagie, you're pretty. If you go 
to Wawa, you're actually getting like a good sandwich. So which Wawa's better. I I don't know about that. I, I actually you had said will that they, to they, me, and then I went home to show. Jersey and I grabbed one. It was not a good. Sandwich. If they sponsor the show, I'll say they're better. It's better than sheets. Sheets. It's at least you're paying for you're paying what you. What you pay for what you get? Do they you know, ever? While while you're paying more than than you. Should. Do they ever use the? Do they ever use that sheets idea? I mean, come on! I would be like, it's the sheets. I mean, come on! They have to. All I know. Is-